Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11, live local and live, Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. It is uh, Friday Eve here in New Jersey, Thursday night. Steve Trevelis hanging with you till 11 o'clock at night. Oh, my God, we got such a, a packed show tonight. We got, of course, Jersey's opening lines at 10. We give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5 when the music comes out to play. And if you get it right, Louis Black live at the State Theater on November 17th, 8 o'clock show. Grammy award-winning stand-up Louis Black. You can get tickets. All you got to do is get the opening line right. We're going to do side topics. I'll give you a chance to win some tickets as well. Uh, but that's coming up. Uh, Ariel Elias is coming in. She's going to call in about uh, 910. She was the one who had the beer thrown at her at the Point Pleasant Comedy Club. So uh, we'll talk to her about what happened there. Tracy Morgan. Uh, was going to be at the State Theater this Saturday night, and I interviewed him, and he had some things to say about Donald Trump that I put on NJ1015.com and got about 13,000 hits overnight, so we'll play that interview as well. So we got a lot going on tonight, but uh, what I want to start off with, also, uh, there's a murder mystery Halloween exhibit, and Rob Panichuk's going to be here. He's the guy that created it all, so uh, stick around for that. That's going to be around uh, about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, so uh, lots going on but what i want to start off with is um where do you intend to spend the rest of your life if you live in new jersey uh are you going to stay here are you here for the duration and i asked this because uh there was a new uh survey there's always a survey right there was a new survey and this was taken by something called Bankrate. Jen Rosillo's got the story. Jen was on last night with a great Bruce Springsteen story about her and her dad and a letter that she wrote. But uh, according to uh, Bankrate, New Jersey is the 27th best state for retirement. And their metrics uh, ranking third in wellness, 21st in culture, 26th in weather, third in overall crime rate. Uh, the best states to retire, Florida. Uh, overall came in the best, uh, followed by Georgia, Michigan, Ohio, Missouri. But Florida's cost of living has been on the rise, ranking 18th in bank rates affordability index. So uh, the question here is, you know, 1-800-283-101.5, regardless of what age you are, this isn't like, you know, if you got one foot in retirement, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? This is no matter how old you are, if you're a kid, and you grow, you grow up, you live in New Jersey, do you see yourself spending the rest of your life here? You know, if you're a millennium, if you're in your 20s, and you know, you're getting out of college, you're starting a life, or high school, is this it? Is this where you want to spend the rest of your life? You know, 30s, 40s, 50s, no matter how old you are, it's a very pertinent question. Do you see yourself 
spending the rest of the life, your life, here in New Jersey. Now, it came out on NJ1015.com, uh, Michael Simon. Property taxes are going to take another major hit in New Jersey because when in doubt, tax us. You know, raise the property taxes. That's the solution for everything here. Uh, can we afford to live the rest of our life here in New Jersey? And how sad would it be if we ended up wanting to spend the rest of our life here and being priced out of being able to do it? You know, that, that would really, really suck. Because, you know, there's a loyalty about New Jersey. There's a dedication of the people to New Jersey, to New Jersey. We, uh, we bond together. We're like one big dysfunctional family. And it's not an easy thing to leave New Jersey. No matter how many people, I'm getting out of here. And then they want to come back. How many people do you know have left New Jersey and come back? Because the farther away you get from New Jersey, the dumber the world gets, as far as I'm concerned. There's just something about what we have here, an attitude, uh, a camaraderie. You know, we love, we hate, we embrace. Uh, if you don't believe that, see two people in a foreign land who find out that they're from New Jersey. But 1-800-283-101.5, despite that, as you, if you, and maybe you're not thinking about it till now, but if you had to plan out the rest of your life or if you have plans to stay or leave New Jersey, let me know what they are. Bankrate says we are the 27th best state to retire. There are 26 other states. We are in the bottom half of places to settle for the rest of your life. Do you believe that? Or are you staying in? I'm here for the duration. I can't go anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere. I mean, I think that, like, there's a certain point. I mean, if I become, like, you know, a guy that never leaves the house, you know, and just has no life but but the television, put me anywhere. But other than that, New Jersey. Something about being here, you know, and we talk about all the great things about New Jersey, the Four Seasons, the beaches, wherever you want, you got the best food. We know that. But is it a place that you can afford to spend the rest of your life? Is this some place that you think of as, as I make my life, as I, as I plan to buy my house, to raise my children, to raise my family, to start a family? Is this where we're going to end? 1-800-283-101.5. Joe is in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Hey, Steve. You know, I grew up in Jersey, um, and I, I lived uh, all over the country, uh, uh, Europe and everything. But I keep coming back to Jersey. I love Jersey. And I remember uh, growing up in Riverdale, New Jersey, Morris County. We had three lakes, Valley Spring Lake, Suntan Lake, Island Beach. Now they're all big box stores. Federal Hill, I went hiking up there. It was a German um, spy camp. In 1960, the uh, cabins were still intact, the beds, the foods, and everything else. It was incredible. So, um... Yeah, Jersey was a great place. To you know what? You lived in Riverdale? Yeah. You know where Hamburg Turnpike is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my uh, my ex-wife lived at Hamburg Turnpike, and the water up there was unbelievable. They had the best water in Riverdale, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, they just knocked down uh, Wes's Tavern. It used to be called Henrietta's, mm -hmm. and an old tavern, an hotel, and Babe Ruth used to hang out there. Really? In the off-season. So, yeah, incredible. So, yeah. So, do you see um, yourself, Joe, staying here the rest of your life, or do you want to get out? No, no. I, I want to stay here. It's going to cost me, but the politicians have to stop picking my pocket. 
still want a piece of the action and everything. It's amazing. So somebody's uh, got to find a way. Yeah, you know, I've talked about that. Yeah, you know, we've had John Bramnick on, Senator Bramnick, many times talking about it. And yeah, it's like you know, how do you even fix it? You know, he told me we had two hundred million dollars in debt. Or is it two hundred billion dollars in debt? I'm not even sure. But that means if you won the Powerball lottery of seven hundred and fifty million dollars at that time, you would still be. <laughs> <laughs> be a hundred it was it uh, hundred thirty billion dollars in debt It's two hundred billion dollars in debt. How are we going to get out of this? But how do you plan to spend the rest of your life one eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five I got Phil I got Jim I got Peter I got a Twitter poll up follow me at real Steve Trev. I want to know what your plans are. Not only do I want to know what your plans are. Rob Dekansky wants to know what your plans are because you're ready to move and want to sell your home fast. Rob Dekansky of Remax First Advantage is an expert at taking advantage of the seller's market so you can sell your home fast for the most money possible. Frederick and Francis wanted to move closer to their family, so they listed their Island home with Rob and his team for $450,000. Rob's aggressive marketing stirred up 37 showings, multiple offers within just seven days. Once the dust settled, the home was sold for $505,000. That was $55,000 over the list price. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior market marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. No worries if your situation changes. You can get out of the contract at any time. So call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google RobSellsNJ and start packing. Here's fast traffic. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. So, uh, we have a new survey, a New Jersey kind of survey. Will you be staying here the rest of your life? Bankrate did it. We come in 27th of uh, states to retire in. Got a Twitter poll up. And uh, on the Twitter poll, if you live here, can you see yourself spending the rest of your life in New Jersey? 91 votes, 76.9% say no, 23.1% say yes. That's got to be skewed. Phil is in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. Phil, what are you thinking? Phil? Phil, you there? Hey, Steve. Hey. Yes, I am. What are you thinking? Yeah, what I feel about New Jersey is that I feel that there's not too many STEM opportunities for people it seems like most of them moved to texas california even florida and even like the dc area with the government even though new jersey invented the telephone the light bulb and einstein and edison some of the greatest minds studied there but the stem opportunities are have disappeared you're saying there are no no jobs here there there are, but there's more opportunities elsewhere. So I might have to move somewhere else for more opportunities. But I'm at the Jersey Shore, and I love it. But going to have to make some sacrifices in order to get a better job. I got a blog coming up about all the places that closed at the Jersey Shore that we miss. And it'll blow your mind. You know, so many places. That, too, and that, too. Yeah, it's so hard for Jersey Shore businesses to make it to begin with. So uh, you think you may, you may end up, you're 36 now, you see yourself spending your life somewhere else. Yeah, for more opportunity. Yeah, that, that really sucks. It shouldn't be like that because there, so, there should be so much more opportunity with, what, with the resources that we have and everything we have to offer in New Jersey. It's sad that it's like that. Phil, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jim is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jim. You may 
end of your 36 now. You see Jimmy there? You are somewhere else. Jim's listening to the radio. All right, Jim, I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to go to Peter in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter. I'm 61. Right. Why should I go anywhere? You know, my mom and dad are 95, 94. I said I was going to stay as long as they live. But then again, I got my alma maters. I got my old restaurant. I got the Jersey Shore. I can move to any part of the state. But you got reasons to stay. Correct. Plus, I got family. And I'm not a wuss. So? What is I'm not a wuss? Why not stick it out and to stay? What are you, we are not a wuss. It's not about being a wuss. It's about just well, you being know, comfortable some where you live. Why stay? Why go? Well, again, I agree. I agree why go because my lifestyle is better here. Pete, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Yet, you know, when you look at the overall grand scheme, you can make the case as you're writing out your property tax bill, which is now going to go up again. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have to do this if I were down somewhere in Texas. You know, or you hear about all these people who move away. If you've moved away and loved it, let me know. And a lot of people who have moved away, they want to come back. There's just something missing about it. But now, you know, here comes this survey saying we are the 27th best state to retire in. And you're saying, how could that be? You know, how could, there, how could that be? 1-800-283-101.5. How could there be 23 states better than New Jersey? The worst states to retire in, Alaska. Makes sense, right? Maine is second, despite the water. Followed by California, New Mexico, and Montana. Should be noted that Alaska has the nation's lowest tax burden, if that plays a role in your retirement decision. But 1-800-283-101.5. Will you be able to afford to retire in New Jersey? And if you do retire in Jersey, where would you go? Or if you retire somewhere else? If you're thinking of leaving, tell me where you would go. Tell me what the grand plan is. You know, uh, and when you put everything up against each other, assuming that you can afford it, assuming like, you know, you're just not being priced out of here. Like, you know, I, I have a fixed income. I could never afford to do this. But assuming that you could, where would you go if you stayed? Dennis is on the parkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Dennis. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I, I will go anywhere. Um, <laughs> okay. Anywhere. Anywhere other than here. Now, did you grow up here? I did. I grew up. I grew up in, on, the, on, the, on the Jersey Shore. I loved it. it, was a, it the, the shore was my babysitter. It was phenomenal. It was an, an amazing upbringing. But you can't retire here unless you've got um, a lot of money. Yeah. I, don't know. I know a lot of people that are retired that don't have a lot of money. Well, if you want to retire comfortably, very comfortable, you can move to many other states with mm-hmm. the same amount of income and live a lot more comfortable is what I'm saying. No, I, I agree with that. But the problem is, like, by the time you reach retirement age, you probably have a lot of family here. So you can pick up and leave. Especially when you get to the retirement age, you know, you get people who, you know, move away and they leave their parents. And then when it comes time for their parents to leave this earth, they come home with all kinds of regret that they never got to spend quality time with their parents at the end of their life. 
you know, family is a big, uh, you know, big reason for people to stay. Huge, huge. It's a, it's one of the reasons why I haven't left. Right. So if and, you, but 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 in the uh, in the coming years, I mean, ten, fifteen years from now, I just don't see with the with the taxes and the, uh, listen, listen, things can change. Right. The state could turn around and it could be you know instead of twenty seven, it could be six or five. I don't even know, like what they how they would even go about trying to fix the state. You know, we are so far down that no matter what we do, legalize marijuana it doesn't make a difference. Sports betting doesn't make, doesn't make a difference. It make a difference because they find a way. They find a way of taking anything that is that is a benefit to the people of the state, mm-hmm. and they make it a benefit to the government. Yeah, throw it into the abyss. You know, look at how much money they're making with sports betting, and where does the money go? We have no idea. You know, it's not like well, this money's just, you know earmarked for that. That money's earmarked for that. All we know is gas taxes to fix the roads. And look at how great the roads are. Yeah. Right. If you could move, where would you go? Um, I would probably, I probably, my son lives out in Nevada, and uh, it's it's beautiful. Um, Florida, getting probably getting overcrowded in Florida, mm-hmm. but uh, someplace out in the in the West. All right. You know. Yeah. It, it's just like I said, but if you go there now, you're so far away from here. And your your life your your lifestyle changes. The quality of your life changes. You no, may you, you you know you may have more. All right, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Will you plan? Are you planning to retire in New Jersey? Can you afford to retire in New Jersey? And if you're not, what state would you want to retire in? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevely, seven thirty. Now, the latest New Jersey news for point five. New Jersey weather brought to you by New Jersey Lottery. The New Jersey Lottery gives you the chance to win every two minutes with Cash Pop, where winning is as easy as matching one number, and Quick Draw, which gives you the chance to win up to a million dollars. Every two minutes is another shot. So play today, because anything can happen in New Jersey. You may make enough money winning the lottery to be able to afford to live in New Jersey the rest of your life. Otherwise, can you do it? 1-800-283-101.5. Bank rate says we're the 27th best state to live in, to retire in. Uh, so no matter what age you are and you're thinking about your retirement, can you do it in New Jersey? Chris is on 295 on New Jersey 101.5. Thanks for waiting, Chris. No problem, Steve. I'm a first-time caller. How you doing? I'm glad you're here. Thank you. It's good to have you. Thank you. I've been listening for a while, but this really moved me today. I love New Jersey. I know I am, I guess, on the younger side, right. but um, I've born and raised, I've been, was born and raised in North Brunswick, and uh, I, like you said, it's the lifestyle. I love the Jersey Shore, I love all four seasons, and uh, I, I just love the lifestyle that Jersey brings for my life. I don't see myself, I did live in PA right. for one year, and uh, I, I gotta say, I mean, I, I, it was nice, but it wasn't New Jersey, and I, I'm back, I live in New Jersey again now. All right, now, you're 23. And you're planning to stay here the rest of your life. What do you do for a living? Can I ask? Uh, yes, I work in the car business. All right, so you you have a job where you can you can be set for the rest of your life, right? I hope so. Yeah. You'll be able to afford to stay in New Jersey because it's not easy. Yeah, absolutely. I am well aware of that now. 
All right, well, you're in the car business, so like, what's the deal with the car business? Is it starting to turn around? Can people trust used cars again, or are they still as overpriced as they were? Does everybody believe that they're going to, you know, have a piece of junk and get a billion dollars for it? I mean, I'll be honest, it is coming down slightly, but, I mean, I'm looking for a hoopty myself, and it is still, like, a lot of those are still a little overpriced, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You can't trust them anymore, and it's impossible to get new cars, right? It's, it's hard. I mean, I'll be honest, my GM is great at his job, so we actually do have a nice inventory at my dealership. Uh-huh. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I've seen some dealerships have two, three cars there. Well, you keep staying at it, man. I'm looking forward to a long, happy life with you in New Jersey, Chris. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. You got it. Now you know I'm here, you'll call back, okay? All right, 100%. You got it. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, you know, with the cars, it's really hard. Like, Can you trust buying the car? Are you really getting the best price? And everybody's asking so much for the cars. And uh, then you, you pay so much, and then you get the car, and you get the other guy's problems. Only now you paid so much more for the other guy's problems than uh, you would have paid before. And you really know when, yeah, I wish they would just have an announcement. Okay, we solved the problem. You can buy cars again. But who knows? I digress. 1-800-283-101.5. Here we are in New Jersey. Can you spend the rest of your life here? Can you afford to retire in New Jersey? And if you're not going to retire in New Jersey, where are you looking forward to going? What's the plan? Have you at the age where you're saying, I got to plan out the rest of my life now. How do I want to do this? And no matter what you plan, it's not going to work out the way you want it to work out. You know, I'm going to spend my golden years on cruises and uh, seeing the world. And blame. No, you're not. Uh, pretty much not. Uh, God forbid you spend it in a hospital bed, right? 1-800-283-101.5. If you're looking to retire, uh, some of the states we're talking about, the best states to retire, Florida, according to Bankrate. Overall for retirement in 2022, Bankrate reported, followed by Georgia, Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri. But Florida's cost of living is uh, going a little up, ranking 18th in their affordability. The worst state to retire, don't go here, Alaska. Uh, Maine is second, followed by California, of all places. Yeah, probably recently. New Mexico, Montana. It should be noted that Alaska has the nation's lowest tax burden, if that plays a role. And here we are in New Jersey. 27th best state. General Silla wrote this for retirement, according to Bank Rates Metrics, uh, ranking third in wellness, 21st in culture, 26th in weather, third in overall crime rate. But the affordability, New Jersey has the fifth least affordable state in the nation. 45 other states are more affordable to live than New Jersey. And that's sad. That just shouldn't be. You know, someone needs to get out. Someone in government needs to get out and explain that. As they talk about now, more increase in property taxes. You know, it's the idea that if your heart's in the right place, you want to stay in New Jersey, but your wallet is in the wrong place, which would be New Jersey. 1-800-283-101.5. You'll need about $2 million saved up. If you want to retire comfortably in Hawaii, uh, if you're solely looking for affordability when seeking a state to retire in, Michigan is tops. According to the report, Tennessee is second most affordable rate, followed by Missouri, Mississippi, and Kentucky. Regardless of all that, 1-800-283-101.5. Can you afford to live in New Jersey? Are you set up to live in New Jersey? What is your retirement plan? 
no matter how old you are. If you're buying a house, you think in the 20s or 30s, this is the house that I'm going to raise my kids in and my grandchildren in, a one-time deal, or you're thinking like, this is my house for now, and there'll be a bigger house later on, or a different house, and later we'll get a smaller house, and back and forth. 1-800-283-101.5. Because the great thing about New Jersey, you know, you have everything at your disposal. The good news, whatever you want, it's here for you. Right? You want fine restaurants? Got them. Want great shows? Got them. Want the shore? Got it. Mountains? Got it. Amusement parks, boardwalks, seaside attract? Got it all. On the other hand, money? Well, not so much. You know, the question is, can you afford to do it? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, if you can't afford to do it, and you want to stay, you've got to put some kind of a contingency plan in place so that when you're older and want to stay, you'll be able to. Sadly, the government does not set us up for that. So we have to do it ourselves. 1-800-283-101.5. Then the question you have to ask yourself, is it worth it to do it here in New Jersey? We go to the Twitter poll that I put up earlier. You know, asking a very simple question. If you live here, can you see yourself spending the rest of your life in New Jersey? 144 votes, and sadly, 76.4% say they cannot. 1-800-283-101.5. How about you? This is what it sounds like. Jersey 101.5's All-American Subaru and her annual Halloween Petapalooza. You bring the family to All-American Subaru in Old Bridge on Saturday, October 22nd at 11 a.m. You can adopt a furry best friend, enter the cutest pet contest, win frighteningly awesome prizes. No, you're not reliving this. I am. Visit nj1015.com for details. Shop allamericansubaru.com Saturday, October 22nd. I'll be there. We'll do it together at 11 a.m. The Halloween Pet Apalooza with uh, the All-American Subaru and New Jersey 101.5. I will bring the Palooza. All right. Where are you going to spend the rest of your life? Um, survey from Bankrate says uh, we are 27th worst when it comes to retirement. Uh, where are you going to retire? Can you afford to retire in New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. If not... What's the plan, rubber band? Jim is on a turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jim. Jim? Oh, Jim. All right, Jim. Are you there? Oh, hey, how you doing, pal? Hey, how's it going, Steve? All right. Hey, it's good to hear you on the air. Dennis and Judy were singing your praises today. It's, uh, it's just true. Oh, they were? Talk to you. Oh. Yeah, they were. Comedic acumen. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I sing Dennis and Judy's praises. Usually before I come in, I spend a half hour singing Dennis and Judy's, Judy's praises. <laughs> it, it gets me limber and warms me up for the show. I hear you. This is a subject that's very uh, close to me. Um, I just finished a 25-year career working for the state, and I retired with a very nice pension. Good for you. Um, but, yeah, I was lucky. Um, I paid into it. You know, right. and uh, I earned it, you know, in law enforcement. And uh, I was going to move to Florida like a bunch of my buddies did, but uh, they're digging out right now. A lot of them moved into, you know, Fort Myers area, and they're they're struggling right now. You know, and they're paying money that they didn't expect to pay for repairs right. and stuff. And uh, so my situation was crazy. You know, I lost my, my father, so I'm taking care of my 87-year-old mom. My father-in-law recently passed. I'm taking care of my 82-year-old mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a daughter, you know, who has two kids. 
And she was going to buy a house, raise the kids. She's a school teacher here, so none of us can really leave. Right. Um, here for the family. This is a great area where I'm at in Burlington County. And uh, so what I did was I, I bought an acre of ground with a, a house on it that had an in-law suite in it. My daughter lives there with the two grandkids because my wife watches them while she goes to work anyway. Right. Uh, we each got our own living space. We carried the expenses. And, uh, Why leave? In addition... Yeah, well, yeah, because, you know, we're an hour from the beach, you know, we're two, three hours from the mountains. I mean, it's a great part of the country to live in with the seasons, uh, but it is ridiculously expensive. So you got to pull your resources together to really make it comfortable for everyone. Um, so rather than everybody pay property taxes in their homes, we, uh, we're going to sell my in-law's house, we're going to build the in-law suite, and uh, we're going to move them onto the compound, as we call it. Uh-huh. We've got a nice place off the, you know, street, 500-foot driveway, so I'm back off the road, and it's very quiet, and we're just going to, you know, share the expenses so that way, you know, we can live comfortably and still be with family because, you know, I can't get the older folks to leave. They don't want to go nowhere. They've been here, you know, their whole lives. They don't want to sell their homes and uh, move south or anywhere. They want to stay in Jersey. So I think it's my mother-in-law to to sell and move in with us. My mom, she has other stories. So you're going to have like, uh, you're going to have like the Brady Bunch, the Jimmy Bunch is the story of retired Jimmy and the older relatives in the squares. But it's nice because, you know, yeah. I'm constantly taking care of mom's problems, my in-law's property. You know, you're always doing something for them anyway. It's better just to bring them on your property. You know, I only got one loan. To Keep an eye on everybody. Yeah. Jim, yep. I got to hit the news. But that's great. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Subi, Mayor, please hang out. I want to get your take on this. Are you spend, Can you afford to spend the rest of your life in New Jersey? New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to you till 11 o'clock at night. All things Jersey, that's what we do. This is where you want to spend the rest of your life, isn't it? Bankrate says that you are going to spend the rest of your life in New Jersey. Uh, we come in 27th in great places to retire. Uh, so can you afford to spend the rest of your life in New Jersey? I uh, put up ye old Twitter poll. And uh, 216 votes in less than an hour, 74.5% want to get the hell out of Dodge, and 25.5% want to stay. So what about you? 1-800-283-101.5. We've got Subi in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Subi, thanks for waiting. Not a problem, Steve. Long time, haven't spoken to you. Good to talk to you again. But man, you know how to push the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you thinking, uh, Mr. Zuby? So it's, it's funny, right? So I actually voted no. I don't want to stay in Jersey. Right. And this year, our, my, our son graduated from Rutgers. Right. Moved Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Moved to Phoenix. And we're like, okay, you know what? We want to move out of Jersey. Right. We uh, did road trips last year to Texas. Right. Uh, where I have family. This, right. this year we did road trips to um, Florida where I have an office and I have team members that moved out of Jersey. Okay. Finally, I actually put uh, down an offer to buy a second house in Jersey. So the bottom line is if you want to retire in Jersey, you have to have a backup plan. A backup it's plan. It's depend on the government. Yes. Oh, yeah. A you... backup income plan. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because, you know, either you have a retirement income here right. or from somewhere that is protected, right. or you are like really, really rich. If you're not, then you got to figure out how to make some extra income over Social Security and your 401k stuff. That's the biggest. Yeah, you got to. Staying in New Jersey, spending your life in New Jersey, you have to plan it out. You have to, like you said, you have to make investments, 401ks, starting in your 20s. So that you're saying, if I want to be able to afford to retire in New Jersey when I turn 65, 70, by the time you know we get there, 80 to be able to retire, uh, you know, uh, we have to be able to do it. You can't just rely on the government. Not in this state. It's not set up this way, and it, and sad because it should be. With all the money you figure we've put into this state, leading up to the retirement, to not be able to afford to stay here, you know, is, is horrendous. Absolutely, and you know the thing is. I know so many people born and brought up in Jersey, people that migrated to uh, the U.S. and to Jersey, lived here for 10 years, 15 years. Right. They moved out. They never came back. And but the big difference was for them, it uh, was actually a life-changing event. So either they lost their job here and they moved because of a job, right. or they moved because of something else, or they moved because of you know health conditions in the extreme winter. Yeah, so that's something they, they wanted to do. Have done. Exactly. Yeah. It's not that they wanted to do it, but they were like forced to do it. And and that we should but never you, be forced. Yeah, yeah and exactly. th that that's but, absolutely yeah. wrong. Subi, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Mayor is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mayor. Hey, how are you, Steve? Good. How about you, pal? Uh, so far, so good. No complaints yet. Well, it's early. Give it time. Early. Probably when I retire, I will have some complaints. About an hour from now. Yeah. All right. So um, I came here in 1997 from Egypt. Right. From Egyptian American citizen. Right. And since I came, I have been in New Jersey. Let's uh, agree on one thing, that New Jersey is expensive and will always be expensive. But for myself, I like it here. And... Uh, I'm sure I will retire here. I have family members who are here, and I cannot afford to go away and leave them uh, in New Jersey. So uh, I'm here. I will retire here, and I will die here as well. Well, but this is, is it because you're tied to your family, or is it because you genuinely love the place and want to stay? Both. And uh, when we talk, one thing also we need to consider when we right. talk about how expensive New Jersey is. Right. We also need to compare salaries. Like uh, I'm a school teacher and comparing my salary with another fellow teacher who is in North uh, Carolina or Virginia, my salary is way higher than them. Yeah, it's so all commensurate to the cost of living. So you will see your income is high, life is expensive. And this is expected. You will never get that high salary with low um, expenses. No, you make a great point. And the other thing, too, is like depending on the state you go, you may not pay property tax. You may be able to get a lot more property for less than you would pay in New Jersey. What you... You know, financially is one thing, but then there's also emotionally, you know, there's also spiritually, there's culturally, there's all the, you know, the things that make you happy. 
that don't have nothing to do with money. And if they're in New Jersey, you can't replicate that. You can't you can't replicate a fresh mozzarella if you leave the state. You can't replicate the pizza. You know what I mean? You can't. It's uh, it's really hard to uh, you know to to match that lifestyle. And by the time you're ready to retire, Mayor, you have you know you've gotten used to that lifestyle. So you may get a financial gain. Uh, easier, bigger house or whatever, but you're going to be miserable living in it. You get what I'm saying? I know, but there is another big reason why we, I love. Oh, you're dropping out. You're dropping out. You there? There is another big reason for me why I love to stay in New Jersey. Where is that? Uh, 101.5. There you go. There you go. It's a long way to go for a promo, but it was worth every word. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. What are, you, what are you doing for the rest of your life? Are you going to stay in New Jersey or are you getting out of here? Should you stay or should you go? I got the Twitter poll. If you live here, can you see yourself spending the rest of your life in New Jersey? Uh, we got 219 votes and 74.4% say they can't do it. 25.6% say yes. What do you say? Uh, Tracy Morgan is going to be at the State Theater this weekend. And we talked about, I spoke with Tracy Morgan uh, about the show. And uh, it's the No Disrespect Tour. I asked him if he could disrespect someone, who would it be? And his answer has gone viral on NJ1015.com. So stick around. Here's new, uh, oh, boy, boy, I got to tell you, before I do this, uh, I called East Coast Roofing and Siding. Steve Trevelis here and Windows. And when I needed new windows for my home, East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows were there for me. Homeowners across New Jersey have been trusting them with their family and home for over 40 years, and now they're wallets too. Purchase at today's prices with no payments until 2024. I highly recommend East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows for your next exterior home improvement project. Schedule a free consultation today at 908-381-0066 or visit East coastroofing.com. Here's fast traffic. Congratulations, Daryl Martin of Mars Plains. He won the Jersey Cash Codes on New Jersey 101.5. Want to win up to $30,000 in cash. It's your last week to play. Listen weekdays at 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for the Jersey Cash Code. Every hour on the hour, there's a new code and a new chance to win. Info and rules on NJ1015.com. The $30,000 Jersey Cash Code Contest. It's your last week to win on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. Ariel Elias is going to be calling in at about 9.10. She was the comedian who had the beer thrown at her at Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant last Saturday. And she's going to be playing Catch a Rising Star in the Princeton Hyatt uh, December 16th, a Friday. I'm going to be opening the show, so I'm going to have her on. We're going to talk about what happened and get her take on all that's going on. Uh, Tracy Morgan's going to be at the State Theater. And uh, Tracy's... uh, I spoke with Tracy last week. And uh, it's no disrespect to her. Tracy was in, a, and it was, it was a bit edgy that day. You judge for yourself. You listen to the interview. Uh, he, he, to me, seemed a bit moody. And uh, I asked him if there was anybody that he would disrespect. And uh, this is what he said. Hey. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, Steve. How you feel? I feel good. I feel good, man. You're coming to the State Theater October the 15th for the No Disrespect Tour. Tracy, in New Jersey, we have no disrespect for anybody. 
I'm going to kill it, bro. I can't wait to get there. I'm going to be as funny as I can be. I'm telling you, man. What makes you laugh, Tracy? What makes me laugh? The truth. I love that. The truth. The truth makes me laugh. Like what? Whatever the truth is. Whatever you feel it is. It's hilarious to me. Uh-huh. The truth about life. The truth about sex. The truth about food. The truth about music. It's the truth. Right? The truth should get no disrespect. Right? We always respect the truth. Here in I don't mean no disrespect. I'm just telling the truth, man. All right, so what are we going to talk about in the show? Everything, man. The same thing I've been talking about, the truth. I'm going to make people laugh. Because I'm going to make... Listen, I'm not, I'm not afraid to challenge people to look at themselves. Uh-huh. Let's take a look at ourselves, man. Let's well, see how foolish we can be. Let's see how funny we can be. I'll challenge you. You know what? If anybody could do it, man, you would do it. You've had a hell well, of... I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Man... So you've been on. If people don't want to look at themselves, then they're in denial. That makes sense. Even that's funny. The denial part is funny. Uh huh. So you don't got no choice but to look at yourself, man. What do you find funny about New Jersey, Tracy? I don't look at New Jersey and find it funny. Now, if you ask me about certain things, maybe the first certain situations, I don't think New Jersey is funny. I think New Jersey is beautiful. I live here. That's right. Absolutely. But what do you find funny about what happens in New Jersey? Nothing. Okay. What is the funniest thing that ever happened to you in New Jersey? I moved here. I like that. Tell me the story. I moved here. I packed up and moved here. I was born and raised in New York. Uh-huh. I moved to New Jersey. What? I didn't hang out in New Jersey before I got here. When I got here, I found out pleasant it was. Uh-huh. I love it. It's my home. What do you love most about it? The people, I just love the people. I know you're on this phone trying to get funny out of me. I get it. Well, yeah. I do that on the stage. <laughs> okay, okay. I get it. All right. All right, let me ask you this. You've been on Saturday Night Live, 30 Rock. You did The Last OG, which is you. Coming to America, the Amazon version, Scoob, Netflix specials. Tell me, what's your favorite role, Tracy Morgan? I don't really have a favorite role. I like everything I've ever done. I've enjoyed the people. I don't have nothing for the... I don't, I don't have a favorite. I love it. It's all different muscles to me. Okay. Sometimes I want to do arms. Sometimes I want to do back. Sometimes I want to do curls. Sometimes I want to do legs. Okay. Okay. So it's all one big workout for you. Yeah. Yeah. The people. People are all different. Things all kind of make the world go round. Right. What are your favorite kind of people? Real ones. They say what they feel. Real ones. I don't like fake people, man. I can't stand fake people. Because you can't tell where they at. No, I can't tell if you like me or if you hate me. Because you fake. Right. So how do you know if they're real? How do you know if they're real? All you got to do is keep listening. All right. So when they're listening to you at the State Theater, and it's uh, statestnj.org to get tickets. Uh, it's going to be October 15th at the State Theater uh, in New Brunswick. Tracy Morgan is going to be there. What? Say that again? Okay, so what I'm saying is October the 15th, you're going to be at the State Theater. Get tickets, stnj.org. No disrespect, New Jersey. And you don't mean any disrespect to New Jersey. If you could disrespect someone, who would you want to disrespect? Donald Trump. Why is that? He's a narcissist. Why do you say that? Because he stormed the Capitol. Okay. 
Are you going to be We don't store capitals in America. You do that in Nicaragua. This country is beautiful. Absolutely. We don't do that here. Are you going to be talking about Trump at the State Theater on October the 15th? No, I don't discuss politics. What do you discuss? Politics is a pile of tricks. I discuss the truth. Well, give me some truth. Behavior. I see you on this phone trying to get funny out of me. Well, you're a comedian. I figured it'd be a good idea since Sometimes, you were going to be doing comedy. I'm a dad. I'm a father. Right. I'm all kind of stuff. I don't stay in the comedy world because that's not reality. Tell me about Tracy's world. The materials in reality. All right. Tell me Why some you reality. Why think people laugh? Because they can relate and identify. Right. Give me some reality. Give me some Tracy reality. Me and you on this phone. That's real. Absolutely. All right. I like it. Holler at me. You want me to holler at you? Yes. You got to understand, man. It's not about material with me. Right. It's about personality. Okay. Give me some personality. I'm giving it to you. And you ain't feeling it? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm getting it. All right, it. then. What do you mean? Give me some personality. You don't see all this personality coming through the phone? There we go. Now I got Tracy. There we go. Okay. Now you got the personality. There we go. Now I got the personality. And, and you go, right. You go to <laughs> Ever since this conversation started, I've been giving you personality. Nah, I know. I know. And you're going to be coming. I love you. You know I love you. I know you do, man. You're a good man. I've been a fan of yours for I years. Hope you believe it. You, you keep better it know real. it and you better believe it. You keep it real. You're always honest. I watch you in 30 Rock, Saturday Night Live. You in The Last OG, man. You're funny. I loved you in The Longest Yard, man. How much fun did you have making The Longest Yard? I had a ball, man. I had a ball doing it. Yeah? I had a ball doing it because I was, I was a transvestite in a prison. So it was fun. <laughs> you guys just seem like you having such a great time making that movie as well as being in the movie. Yes, I did. And Jay and Silent Bob strike back. How cool was that? That was great, man. I love you. Know, Kevin is my boy, so we had a good time doing it. Uh, can you see yourself ever? you guys ever going to get back together with 30 Rock? Well, that's a question for Tina. That's not a question for me. That's a question for Tina. All right. How about Scoob? What was it like for you doing Scoob? Was Scooby your favorite character Scoob was growing great up? because I got to work with my daughter. Yeah? And my daughter's my best co-star. At Saturday Night Live, you going back? I've always went back. And you'll be coming back to the State Theater, October 15th, State Saturday Theater. Saturday Night Live is home. Absolutely. So I go back whenever my pops throw the bag signal up in the air, I'm there. <laughs> All right, Tracy, we're putting the bat signal up, October the 15th, State Theater, stnj.org. Hey, man, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You got it. See you at the State Theater, October 15th, stnj.org. Tracy Morgan. I'm going to heaven for that. That's pretty awesome. Pretty good, huh? How about that? All right, it is Tracy Morgan, available at nj1015.com. It is a 30. Now the latest New Jersey news. I thought I had something to read. I guess I don't. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Tracy Morgan, if you go to nj1015.com, uh, you'll see the interview. Uh, no disrespect to her coming to the state theater. Tracy's got, you know, Tracy's a funny guy, incredible resume. Who would you uh, disrespect if you could? He comes right out with Donald Trump. 
And uh, we got comedy and politics. And uh, Ariel Elias going to call in at 9.10. And it was politics that ended up sparking the uh, the beer-throwing incident uh, up at Uncle Vinny's. So uh, do politics and comedy work? I think they do if you can make it funny. You know, remember your job, your number one job is to entertain an audience, is to be funny. They're coming to see you laugh. They're coming to for you to make them laugh. They're not coming to hear your political viewpoint. So you get people like Amy Schumer who will throw people out. She threw the Trump supporters out at, at a Tampa show. But it's not about, at some point, it stops being a comedy show. It stops being funny. And it starts being, uh, you know... Uh, Something that's, you know, it, it becomes politics, it becomes a political, political discussion, like when Bruce gets on stage and pontificates at his music, you know, at his concerts. And the thing is, I paid for the music. I want the comedy, you know. And uh, I got to say, Ariel handled it beautifully. She transitioned right out, and it wasn't her fault as much, you know, it, but there's never an excuse for anybody to throw something at the stage. That goes without saying. But then again, you have to say it because people say, well, you didn't say that. But it's, you know, we know that. So here's what I want to do. Uh, Ariel's going to call after the 9 o'clock news. And uh, I've got a pair of tickets to see Louis Black live at the State Theater. In, or live, like, what you, how else? On November 17th at 8 p.m., Grammy Award-winning stand-up comedian, actor. You've seen him on The Daily Show, author, one of the nicest guys in comedy. For ticket pricing, events, and times, go to stnj.org. I want you to give me uh, the best story of something that you've ever seen. The craziest thing that you've ever seen, or stupidest thing you've ever seen, a fan or audience member do at a comedy show, concert, or sporting event. We've all got that story. Have you ever been in an event where something like what happened with Ariel happened? Could be a sporting event, could be a concert, comedy show, of course. 1-800-283-101.5. The best story for the next half hour. Gets a pair of tickets, see Louis Black live at the State Theater uh, on November 17th. John's in Palmyra on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, Trev. How's it going, buddy? Good, pal. How are you? Oh, uh, man, I'm kind of like I'm a new, I'm a first-time caller. I've been listening for years, and uh, I think I remember you from the Elias P. days. Oh, my God. We, we were so much older then. We're younger than that now. Back back when I was up too late and kind of going to bed too early, Larry. Uh, that was me too. Uh, oh, I like uh, Trace. Tracy was cool. I liked him, and then uh, I got a little irked when he where he said the Trump thing, but then he he rhymed the. Uh, well, what do you say? Politics is dirty tricks or whatever. Politics is a pile of tricks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what, Tracy? You got to lock into his personality. You got you got to go with his flow. And like as, as it went on, he started loosening up and loosening up. Uh, but yeah, and yeah. and he's going to be at the State Theater this Saturday. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen someone do at a show? You hug, you hug your grandpa. I know he's a little schizophrenic, but yeah, that was. I was waiting for him to say, "I'm going to get somebody pregnant." Yeah, <laughs> stop that. <laughs> then he's about. I'm sorry, but. Uh, I got one thing. Years ago, I used to go to the uh, Grateful Dead concert over at the Spectrum. Right. It was, it was an outside the concert over at the FDR Park. <laughs> it right. was cold out. Right. Everybody, they got the uh, they got their everybody selling the jewelry and everything, and they, the, the female police cars were pulling up. They're buying jewelry, and then 
it was cold out. We were burning the uh, police barriers to keep warm. Oh my God, that's it, crazy! It wasn't it wasn't right, but it, it happened. No, it wasn't right, but, but but it did happen. I'm going to put you on hold, John. All right, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Craziest thing you've ever seen a fan or an audience member do in a comedy show, concert, or sporting event. You know, it's the sporting events that you really see it. You know, what are some of the things that happened to you? You ever go to a giant game or an eagle game wearing a giant jersey? I have. You know, uh, you know that there's that. Uh, I was in a comedy club, The Catch a Rising Star. First night I worked there, one of, one of the first weekend, and a guy named Danny Bevins was there, and he was the headlining comic. And uh, he was a former, uh, he'd been in the military, he was a former pilot. And he wasn't taking nothing from nobody. And a guy heckled him, and we were going to get security to uh, remove the guy. And he's like, no. In those days we had security. We we're going to get security to remove the guy. And he's like, no, he's leaving of his own accord. And Bevins from the stage just humiliated the guy. And he did it in such a funny way that the audience, there's, a, there's that tenseness as what's going to happen here. But it was so funny that, like, you couldn't stop laughing. And finally the guy gets up and leaves to a standing ovation. But 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever seen someone do something really stupid at a show? Someone in the audience. Craziest thing you've ever seen someone in the audience do at a comedy show, a concert, or even a sporting event. You know, concerts, of course, right? Look at the who. Someone takes his pants off and the rafters knock. 1-800-283-101.5. Think of all the shows you've ever been to. Give me a good story. And I am sitting here with Lewis Black Tickets. It's going to be live at the State Theater on November 17th. Grammy award-winning stand-up comedian, actor, and author Lewis Black. You left your socks off. You remember from The Daily Show, Back in Black. He's got a full comedic uh, yelling, finger-pointing. Uh, he, he, he's like Tracy. He's about the truth. He exposes the absurdities of life. And for ticket pricing, events, times, and information, you go to stnj.org. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. Craziest thing you've ever seen. And you couldn't believe it was happening. You know, and the thing is, like, if you're, like, from a comic standpoint, you know, if that ever happens, uh, what I would do, repeat yourself. Excuse, excuse me, what'd you say? Because now... The guy is disrupting a room full of people who paid not to see them, but to see you. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, let the phones check in. The lights are buzzing now. If you ever been thinking about adding a pet to your family, my friends at Pet Center in Old Bridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market, up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shop at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. Join New Jersey 101.5's Hitting Streets. I'll be at Pet Center at the shops at Old Bridge 1 o'clock this Saturday for the Halloween Cutest Pet Contest. Bring the family and your pet for a chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes. Look for the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van. I'll see you Saturday at 1 at Pet Center. What a fantastic place. Joe and Isabella own the place. Their son Tom is the general manager. Great people. 
best pets you're ever going to find. All right. Uh, craziest thing you've ever seen a fan or audience member do at a comedy show, concert, or sporting event? Ariel Elias, who's the comedian who had the beer thrown at her at Uncle Vinny's last Saturday night, is going to be calling in about uh, 20 minutes. So stick around for that. Let's go to uh, Jim is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jim. Good. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Um, this was years ago. I was at a Yankee game in first base side. Uh, a father and son. They were, I guess, uh, Lance Jack, Lance uh, Diaz was the umpire. Right. He, he he made a good call. They jumped the fence on the on the first base side by the dugout. Both of them ran after Lance Diaz. And when I tell you, he put he took them both on, and he gave you. He was an ex marine. He's still an umpire too, and he took these guys out like you wouldn't believe. Really? He got a standing. Excuse me. The the umpire took them out. The umpire. The first, well, they came after him. They jumped them. Wow. First base side, first base umpire was Lance Jack, uh, Diaz. And none of the, uh, what, anybody security, anybody else like, get in there? and It happens, it happens so quick. Wow. He had enough time to take the father and son. They were drunk. Right. But he, but let me tell you, son, it was a great, he got a standing ovation. It was the greatest thing. That's and amazing. And of course, they threw him out of the stadium. That's, that, wow. That, you know what, for an yeah. umpire, and you know what, think of, he's, he's got the jack, he's got the chest protector and everything, right? Well, no, it was the first base side. It was oh, I know the first base umpire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was out, you know, and that's close to the, uh, you know, years ago, it was kind of easy to jump over. You know, now they have, you know, the uh, netting and everything up. But uh, yeah. the Yankees game, and they came after him. Let me tell you something. He put a whooping on these guys. I mean, he took, they were drunk, but he took them both down. And by county security got out there. You got to stay in your patience, right? That they should put on the the Yankees should play that on jumbotron every day to remind other fans I, not I, to be that stupid. I'm on, on on the you know uh, greatest uh, uh, idi- idiots or whatever. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I was at that game. It was unbelievable. All right, Jim, I'm going to put you on hold. Hold on, put you in the hopper for the Lewis Black tickets. Uh, we've got Pat in Garner Valley, Pennsylvania. What's up, Pat? Hi, Steve. How are you, honey? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Um, I hate to admit it, but I'm old enough that I was at the Flyers game when they won their first Stanley Cup. Oh, 75. Um, 74, honey. Oh, 74? I thought it was 70, yeah, 74, um, 75, 75, 76. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah they slashed the yeah. years. Yeah, and um, I hate to admit, I was old enough to drink, too. Oh, you was old back then. So, uh, yeah, but no, I'm I'm old. I'm old. Right. Okay, but... We're younger I now. I remember um, I was with my boyfriend at the time, and we're looking across the ice. There's a guy in a Bruins jersey. Right. Stupid. You know, you're playing the Bruins for the Stanley Cup, and this guy's prancing around in his Bruins jersey. Well, not the brightest move at the the Spectrum when the Flyers are winning the Stanley Cup. No, no. And all I saw was we saw these all these Flyers fans in their jerseys surround them. Mm-hmm. And you never saw the guy again. Uh-oh. 
Uh oh. Yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. different time. It was a completely oh, different yeah. time. Yeah, and but you know he may have been at the spectrum when they took it down. You know where. He may be under the spectrum when they took it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, but I kept looking at my boyfriend, kept saying, where'd he go? And he's going, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. He's but, shaking his head. He's gone. Let's just get out of here. Fat, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Comedian Ariel Elias coming up. Dennis and Judy. What do you like? That's all right. 1-800-283-101.5 is what gets you through the night. We're talking Jersey till 11 o'clock tonight. We got Jersey's opening lines coming up at 10. Ryan Marr is uh, going to be helping me out with that. He's going to be a catcher rising star this weekend. Uh, then we've got, uh, let's see, I'm going to be down at uh, Levy's Comedy Club with uh, Kevin Brennan. And you go to nj1015.com. Actually, I'm going to be there with Eric McMahon. Uh, Bob Levy and Kevin Brennan own the club, and the story is on nj1015.com. That's uh, next to the uh, Tracy Morgan story. And uh, the Donald Trump thing and uh, lots of other things where you get the best hot dogs. We do nothing but the best. All right. So the number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. Ariel Elias is supposed to be calling in, uh, which you did from her any minute. She's the one who uh, was performing at Uncle Vinny's last Saturday night. And uh, much to her surprise, while she's on stage, someone uh, throws a beer at her. Well, actually, they threw a beer at the wall. She was kind of away from it. But can you imagine the experience of being on that stage uh, and having a beer can fly at you? You know, we were talking last hour, we got Lewis Black tickets going out for, uh, you know, we got Lewis Black tickets going out for uh, Jersey's opening lines. And uh, I can't even imagine, and having done comedy, just to, to, the feeling of being up there and experiencing that. But uh, Ariel Elias grew up in Kentucky. She made everybody laugh at a bar mitzvah. She lives in New York City. But it wasn't until she performed last Saturday in New Jersey that she has a beer can thrown at her Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club. Now, Jimmy Kimmel's looking to book her. She'll be Catch a Rising Star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency for a special show Friday, December 16th. I'll be opening. And uh, she joins us now. Ariel, how are you? I'm good. How are you? All right. You know, we're all not like this here in New Jersey, just so you know. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I believe it. I believe it. Everybody else has been very nice. Well, you know, well some had better aim, but I mean, this guy, I mean, seriously. Uh, first of all, great job by you. You handled it brilliantly, but I got to ask you, what were you thinking on the stage while it was all going down? I was thinking I could really use a drink right now. <laughs> this is helpful. Uh, <laughs> And then I was also just thinking, like, you know, I'm a comedian, which means I'm a bit broken inside. And I, I, everybody was looking at the door after this happened, and I was trying to figure out how do I get the attention back on me. Right. Um, so, so that just seemed like the natural thing to do. Well, I like you were looking for a drink, and there was the drink, and you have to pay for the drink. Because most comedy clubs, they do charge you for the drink, regardless of what happens. So you walked over and chugged the beer. Did, I mean, did you instantly, did you give it like a second thought, like a hesitation before you chugged the beer in your mind? Did you just say, screw it, I'm chugging the beer? I gave it a thought. I mean, I had the idea as soon as the, as soon as the drink landed. I thought, would it, would it be funny if I drank it? 
I picked it up and I felt that there was still liquid in it. And I started to move to drink it, but I realized nobody was looking at me. Uh-huh. So I, I gave it a second. I gave it a beat and then I drank it. And uh, was it cold? Um, I don't remember. Was I, it a good beer? Did they, they throw something like a nice import at you? Did they throw uh, some cheap garbage at you? No, it was a hard seltzer. I'm not going to say oh. which what brand oh, because I'm okay. still trying to get them to sponsor me. <laughs> so if they do, I'll say what brand it was. Ariel <laughs> Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Now, has anything like this ever happened to you before? I've never had anything thrown at me before. Have you had anything thrown at you before? No, but you know what? I'm going to go up there with a Target shirt because if I can get on Kimmel, I'm willing to do it, man. People, people are now accusing you on Twitter of setting this up. That is total BS. It's so crazy. I can't plan anything in my life, let alone <laughs> the the just the resources that would have to go into hiring actors in South Jersey. <laughs> narrowly missed me. Yeah, that's really giving me way too much credit. (laughs) Now, uh, what made you decide not to press charges? Well, in order to press charges, I would have had to go back to that town to file a complaint. And then I would have had to go back every time there was any, you know, any time if it went to court. And it's a, you know, it's like a two and a half hour drive. And I'm not really interested. I have a busy, I had a busy life before this. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's, very different. So I just don't want to spend the time and resources um, getting revenge on somebody, I guess, who, you know, is probably a little sad inside. Yeah, you know what? You, you did the right thing, though. But you got, like you said, your life is going to change now dramatically. Kimmel's, Jimmy Kimmel's looking for you. How cool is it that, you know, Jimmy Kimmel as producers are trying to book you? You're going to take a huge step now. And, uh, you know, it's it's something that, you know, are, are you ready for it? Are you really, like, emotionally ready for what's going to happen now? I'm ready for it. I mean, I've been working towards this for a long time, right? Like, I'm not new to comedy. I've been in this for... Oh, no, not at all. Um, so, so I mean, it's, it's a dream come true. It's happening much faster. Like, everything is happening at once. Usually the stuff happens gradually. <laughs> but I think having gotten through the last couple of days and the whirlwind that that was, I think now it's like, oh, the exciting and fun stuff gets to happen now. And you know what? No matter how it happens, the most important thing is that when it happens, you're ready for it. You know, because right. there's so many people who get it and aren't ready for it. But you are. And, you know, going back, though, do you're out you're, I watched the clip and somehow it gets political. Like, who did you vote for? And who cares who you vote for? You're there to tell jokes. It's a comedy club. Right. I, I, how do you feel about just uh, today? It's like comedy and politics don't mix i think unless the pile unless the, the the jokes are actually funny but people take it way too seriously today yeah i think you know i think most people come to a comedy club to sort of get away from that stuff right like you people most people hire a babysitter and this is their night out right so they don't really you know they're trying not to watch the news that night and i i have nothing but respect for comedians who do political humor it's just that that's not really my style necessarily um and and yeah it's i think our country we've become so much like what team are you on right like who are you fighting for and it's like hey maybe like in the real world we can all just like chill and Mm -hmm. laugh at the fact that i'm deeply insecure (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you're all about your puzzles what's the best puzzle you ever put together ariel ellis 
Oh, okay. My husband went and uh, he brought me once a double-sided uh, Frank Lloyd Wright puzzle. So on each on each side, it's a different puzzle of a Frank Lloyd Wright house, and that was very difficult and very fun. What did you ever do to him? He would do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you got her, and you love your dog. Tell me about your dog. Uh, she's great. She's, uh, we've only had her since May. Um, but she's, uh, she's a pit bull. Her name is Bobby short for Baba Ganoush because we live in a very Greek neighborhood. Right. Um, she's, uh, she's almost seven years old and she's, uh, she's the best. She's a great dog. Have you thought of bringing the dog with you when you go on stage from this point forward? <laughs> no, if she had been there that night, she, she would have, we would have issues. That R- <laughs> she would have not have been good. Would not have been good. But you know what? I, I am so happy that, you know, it, your career is going to take off now. And any time a comic's career takes off, for whatever reason, you work so hard. You put in so much time to make it happen. You performed on the set of one of my favorite shows, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, what was that like? And uh, how much do you do you love that show? Because I'm imagining you do. That was, I mean, that was such a cool experience. It was, You know, I have a couple of friends who write for that show. And they were doing uh, a scene where they had, you know, 300 extras. So mm-hmm. in between takes, I went up and, and performed. And it's such a, it's, it's, it's so unlike any other stand-up experience because right. when you do stand-up, they go, you know, here's how much time you'll do. Go into your act. But this was, you have no idea how much time you're going to do. You just talk until they're ready for you to be done. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of the joke. Like, the, the, you're God. not there. Like, it doesn't matter that you're there, right? They're just trying to uh, keep everybody a little entertained. So, but that was that was really neat. That was a very cool experience. Are you thinking of like, you know, okay, this is a show about a woman who does stand up, and here you are, a woman who does stand up, and all the producers and everybody are watching, and maybe this could be the big break for Ariel Elias. I don't know. I I think maybe now that mindset has shifted a little bit of like, what's your big break? Because the whole market is so saturated now that with the exception of getting a beer thrown at you and then chugging it, there usually isn't one thing that completely changes your career. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gradual process, but, um, but I was just happy to be there. Well, if somebody had to get a beer thrown at him to get their big break, I'm just happy it was you, Ariel Elias. Best of luck, and we're going to be a we're going to be a catch a rising star December sixteenth. I'm going to be bringing you on stage. You'll be opening, and uh, it'll be a great night. And by then, you will have have you heard from Jimmy Kimmel's people? Yes, yes. Um, I'm taping my set on October twenty fourth. Best of luck, and thank you so much for calling in. Thanks so much. I look forward to meeting you. You got it. Same here. Ariel Elias, his New Jersey. Ryan Mark coming up. His New Jersey one hundred one point five fast traffic. In the streets, I'm going to be at Pet Center and the shops at Old Bridge at 1 p.m. this Saturday for the Halloween Cutest Pet Contest. Bring the family and your pet for a chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes. Look for the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van. We'll see you on Saturday. All right, this week at Catch a Rising Star is going to be Ryan Mark. What's going on? I'm actually trying to update my Instagram right now because I thought I was coming on at 10. Uh, I now. thought you were coming on yeah. at 10, too, yeah. but you want to go outside and wait? No, no, no. put no. you outside. I'm, get I'm coffee. following you know. hot topics tonight. Yeah, so okay, I'm telling you. We got, we got uh, Rob's coming in here. He's got a uh, Halloween uh, murder mystery taking place. Oh, Rob who? Uh, Rob who? Rob who? Don't tell me. I know. i got to get the name now. Uh... 
I had the name, and I can't remember. Oh, all right. Well, hey. but trust me, he's Rob, and, he, and he's very good. <laughs> uh, P- Panasuck. Oh, okay. Panasuck. Oh, you know him, right? I, I know the name. I you do, name. seriously? Oh, I, I know. Uh, uh, I don't well, know. He's on your rare. He's in your neck of the woods. Yeah, from so the wall. Yeah, well, then that makes sense. I think I do know who of he the is. Wall, I think sucks. he might actually be a trivia host. Like I, when I host trivia nights at different bars and clubs, I think he does something similar. Really? Well, we'll find out when he comes in. We will, right? We'll learn this. We're doing it on the fly. <laughs> so uh, you're still writing the uh, confessions of the Uber driver, is your Yeah, I. Uh, you got some I, good stuff up there, man. Well, yeah, it's it's been interesting. It's not as crazy as it was years ago. I feel like the pandemic calmed everybody down because everyone's so thankful to be out of the house. Well, they yeah, got everyone. back to their lives. Yeah, and and so now some of the crazies are starting to come out again. Okay. You know, I had a guy who got in with a baseball bat a couple weeks ago and yeah. i was like what's the bat for and he's like oh i work at a haunted house and i said oh so you just walk around and swing a bat at people all right well get in my car let's have some fun <laughs> yeah so you meet some characters and it's a good time but yeah i'm enjoying it the bat sits in the front yeah. he sits in the back <laughs> exactly yeah leave the bat where i can see it sir. and you got the the jenkinson's comedy club where i performed at and never had anything thrown at me no. I'm, I'm offended i'm no, very because upset. they have security there yes that's yeah, a, it's they a real do operation have security there yeah. they do not mess around at jenkinson's yeah no uh that that incident i mean i was just listening to your uh interview with ariel i, I worked that club for 11 years and here's the thing it's comedy clubs all over the country i always say if people are wearing costumes don't let them in you know i've read an article about that incident where the people had sombreros and fake mustaches if you're the owner of a club and you see someone dressed like that automatically you know the audience wants to make it about them you can't have that at a well you know show. what that's that you know and that's not only comedy shows that's sporting events that's concerts sporting or events though it doesn't matter i don't think if you're going no, to a concert, well they also have security sporting events yeah you know. absolutely but when you're going to a comedy show where your job is to be an audience member and sit and listen and laugh or whatever then it's not about you you know and i feel like now well, that's what happens now yeah. more and more people want to be part of the show absolutely you know and now like how do you feel about politics and comedy I'm not going to say that I've never discussed it. Like, I, I heard you talking to Ariel. Y- you have to be funny about it. Well, that's the it, key. Know? As long as you're funny, yeah. you know, then it doesn't matter. And, like, uh, you go back, Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, the older guys, Bob, when they did political jokes, it was all about the joke. Absolutely. And now it's more about, and I'm not, you know, and this is not Ariel. This is like Amy Schumer. There's a certain people who want to get up on stage and pontificate, mm-hmm. or they'll talk about suddenly it's no longer funny. Yes. Yeah. And that's where it, it becomes gets, a lecture. It becomes a lecture. It also becomes an argument. <laughs> yeah. It also uh, pisses people off. Whereas I'm going to catch this you're weekend. If you are in there, have fun, you know, and everybody's laughing. Like, you had no idea who Carson, polit- you know, what side of the fence Carson was on. Yeah. And that's, a, a, for me, a good comedian can make the joke. And it's just about being funny. It doesn't matter where you're getting his viewpoint from. Yeah. A lot of guys like Colbert have weaponized their shows. Absolutely. So it's no longer funny anymore. And it's funny the because same thing on you, the other side. You mentioned the Jank shows, which you performed at this summer. Uh, JL Calvin, buddy of mine, I'm at Catch a Rising Star this weekend. He's actually there the following weekend. He does a spot on Donald Trump impersonation. Spot on. And he said, he goes, oh, I don't know if I want to do it here when he was at Jank's. He goes, because Ocean County tends to be, you know, very red, uh, pro-Trump. I said, the impersonation is spot on. I go, you got to do the impersonation. And that's what he it's did about. It, and it crushed. Exactly. And even though he was disrespecting, quote unquote, Trump in doing so, the people didn't care because it was funny. You know, this the bottom line. Yeah. It's a comedy club and yeah. you're there to make people laugh. Yeah. Know? And I feel sorry for Ariel because, I mean, from what I gather, I don't know her personally, but from what I've heard, she's not really a political comedian. This was an audience member who decided to force yeah. their politics on her. Exactly. So that's insane. She handled it really well. Though. Oh, she handled you know, it. Like she handled it brilliantly. And you know, I really, I'm, I'm so happy she's getting the recognition 
from it. Because, I mean, we all like to think that we would have handled it in the same fashion, but until you're in that moment, and I've never been in that moment where I've been attacked on stage, um, uh, yeah, kudos to her. It was incredible. Uh, and she was explaining her thought process, yeah. like what was going through her mind. Yeah. You know, and the idea to just like walk, and the, you know, the PA stay resistance was to walk over, pick up the drink, yeah. and guzzle it. Yeah. You know, screw you. And what about the nut jobs, like you said? I mean, because I've heard that there are people going, oh, it was staged. I'm like, no, it wasn't. You know, comics, we're filming everything nowadays because we want the Instagram reels. You know, so it just. We're not that bright. (laughs) No. She said, we're not, and we're not, and we're too lazy to find someone in South Jersey that's going to come and do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, No. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's a statement as to where we are right now. Absolutely. uh, But luckily, like, you know, I'm hoping that the pendulum is going the other way. You know, I think it I'm is. I'm hoping that now we can we can relax and be funny again. Because here's the thing. Uh, from what I've gathered, I mean, and because I used to work that club, I had a lot of people, some who I haven't heard from in 10 years, that were reaching out to me to get my opinion on it. And I feel that... So I don't want to make it about the club. No, I, I don't No either. problem with I don't, the club. but I'm just club about the situation fun. because I had we're worked there talk, and they would ask. And, and my whole take was, was that, you know, people were saying, you know, oh, well, it's because Chris Rock and Will Smith, that incident. And I go, no. I go, because even though Chris Rock was, you know, wronged by what happened to him, there were still some people that were like, oh, well, Will Smith was defending his wife. I have not seen anybody not supporting Ariel. Like, I think most rational people are agreeing that what happened to her was terrible and should have never happened. So maybe that is why the pendulum is kind of swinging, because I'm not seeing anybody yeah. attacking her. And she just shouldn't be. She did nothing wrong. No. So I, I think you're right. I think we are kind of going back to a time where people are like, okay, enough is enough. I'm paying money to go out to a show. I want to have fun. And that's what it's all about. Well, that's the job, then, of the comedian, yep. to make sure that that when you're doing your set, that it's tight, that it's entertaining, that people's minds aren't going to wander. Yeah, and that you exactly. got them, and you can, and they're willing to go with you. And the other thing too is, when you're, you know, the people today, the, you pretty much know who you're going to see. Mm-hmm. You pretty much know what you're going to get. It's not like let me go see three people who hopefully will make me laugh. Yeah, you've pretty much researched at least the headliner. Especially if it's at a comedy club. It's yeah. not a bar show. If right. it's a comedy club, you can usually find a YouTube clip, something. Yeah. You go on their own website. Yeah. Oh, okay. This this would this would be something I would like to see. Yeah. So chances are, you know, you're going to be in a good situation. Problem is, of course, if you have too much to drink and you get stupid, mm-hmm. that's another story. But um, you know what. Where we are now, so catch a rising star. Yes. All right, this weekend. Yeah. And who are you going to be with? D. So, Domenico? Uh, Anthony Domenico is going to be middling. Um, it was originally supposed to be Eric Potts hosting, somebody who you know very well, but he had something else come up, a high school reunion. I don't do high school reunions. I have Facebook. I see how miserable <laughs> everybody is and how happy they pretend to be. Uh, but Dean Blizzard, who I actually met for the first time. Dean's was, great. Dean's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I love Dean. Dean. And I actually met him here on your show. Yeah, I remember the, the night you guys were here. That was probably about a year ago now. And uh, he's gotten yeah. so much better. Oh, and you know what? He's he gotten then, really well. You know what? Dean is the guy who he was. He worked here on a street team. Yeah, and he's a good-looking kid. Let me so tell you every this. time we'd send him out, all the girls want to hang around with Dean and everything. So I brought him in. He started doing the opening lines, and then uh, he got the bug. The last kid that young, Blizzard. the last kid that young that opened for me wound up dating Kim Kardashian. So really? You know what? Dean's got a good Pete good Davidson. Said, yeah, Pete Davidson. Get out of here, that. Pete Davidson. Open for you? Years and years. I mean, if you want to call it that, it was a firehouse, and they came right. up and they said, "Hey, this this." 
this kid. His you know father was a firefighter, passed away on nine eleven. He's trying comedy. Yeah, so I mean, there did were a couple you uh, of, stay in touch with him? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. But, so don't you regret that now? Now you start thinking every time anybody comes near you, just make friends with them because you, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, but Steve, we know do. comics like that though, and it's annoying because oh, you can tell get good, it's not always away. authentic. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, it's it's people that are like, hey, keep me in mind if you have it. Which, no, not that, but just the you know, just the idea of actually be friends with a guy, just be nice to the person. Well, I mean, you I, I'm never nice to know. everybody, but you just sometimes people we go our different paths. It happens, you know. Yeah, well, you know, so you never know what can happen. So is that the reason why you call me? You're waiting for me to catch a break? I'm just, waiting for you. <laughs> Book uh, Jenkinson's next summer hey, and get my big, uh, my big July opening. You did 9.30. Great. Thank you. Now the latest New Jersey news. Hi, I'm Steve Trevelis. Ryan Marr is in the house. Yeah, buddy. He'll be a catch a rising star this weekend uh, with Anthony Domenico. And um, they will not be throwing beer at you. No, they will not. Do you be. know what a beer costs in that club? Yeah, they ain't throwing it's, nothing. It's the water more than even they throw at you in the club. No, 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 no. no. Definitely not. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's... Uh, well, take out a loan, make yeah. the payments, throw the beer. Yeah, and it's so funny to think about. Like, I've been working that club since 2009. I started comedy in 2006, end of 06. Uh-huh. But I, I would so start out as an MC. Nick. What's that? You were there with Nick. Yeah, I, you know what? There's one guy, one Kevin bartender. Kevin There's Frank. one guy, one bartender, Frank. Frank. He's been there the best. since the beginning. And he's the only employee that's still there. I mean, they've been through various GM changes, whatever, but the club's still there and we have fun. And whatever's going on at the hotel that weekend really kind of sets the tone for what kind of shows you're going to have. Yeah. Like last time I was there, it was a chess tournament. So all the parents that were bored out of their minds watching their kids play chess would come to the comedy show. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's always wild to me what you're going to wind up with at that show. So, but it's always a good time. So they used to, when they first started that club, uh, it was like in the eighties or early, they would, there was Monday nights. They had open mic night. Mm-hmm. And John Stewart, Lewis Black, who were giving away tickets for and Jersey's opening lines tonight. Yeah. Uh Rosie O'Donnell. Yep. When I was the when I was general manager there, I found uh I found like all the old eight by tens, Dennis Leary. Yeah. And I made a big collage of all when they were kids, like starting out at that club. And every Monday night was the open mic night. Adam Sandler. And all the kids just trying out their stuff. There are people that will still come to the shows now that have been going there since the 80s. They're that loyal. And I've had people tell me, like apparently Rosie O'Donnell did a New Year's Eve, New Year's Day weekend one of the years. And they're like, yeah, by the New Year's Day show, she was so tired, she did the show in her pajamas. I mean, these are the <laughs> stories that you hear. Uh, and it was a different club because it had the bar. Yeah, and, it had the, yeah. and everybody kept renovating and renovating. But yeah, but the people that have come through, you know, that place is amazing. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I like the way they renovated it now. It looks very nice right now. They got the new bar. So we'll have cocktails after the show. Cocktails after maybe. the show. You buying? Well, it depends. It depends. I mean, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I might try to work some comps, you know. Okay, yeah. Good, good luck with that. Okay. You know, uh, we, we do the news here at times, and we got Kyle here to help us out. for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. As Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. Mind-blowing news. What's not so mind-blowing is just quickly the fact that uh, Paul Simon was born on this day in 1941. I'm 81 years 81 old. 81 years old. Wow. Paul yeah. Simon. What's your favorite Paul Simon song? Oh, don't, don't quiz me about music off the top of my head. You know Simon and Garfunkel. Come Simon on. And, who doesn't know Simon and Garfunkel? There's a hot, oh, that's the Hall and Oates hotline I was thinking of. Uh, there's that hotline you could call. I thought it was Simon There's a hotline for him. 
Not for not for Paul Simon, there isn't, no. There was, uh, if, you get, if you like Simon and Garfunkel, there's a PBS special called The Making of Bridge Over Troubled Water. And it was made in 1970. It's the last Simon and Garfunkel album. I don't think they knew at the time it would be. Mm-hmm. And it was their biggest hit. And they talk about like how each song was produced. And at one point, uh, they walk into the Columbia Chapel, Columbia University, and they're going to record a song there. And I think Phil Ramone was the producer. I'm pretty sure it was him. And he walks in, and the, the engineers walk in, and they just walk around the room clapping and from the clapping okay put the put the keyboards here put the drums over there and acoustically they figured it out and when they do bridge over troubled water paul simon calls the producer and says i think i may have written the greatest song i ever wrote and they go and record it and it's like could you make it longer what do you mean, can I make it longer? <laughs> Could you make it longer? So that middle verse, Sail on Silver Girl, was written in the studio. <laughs> but just because uh, they wanted to make it longer. I think the only song I know by them is Mrs. Robinson. And that was for uh, the, the graduate, graduate, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the um, only, uh, only... Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, you're lot, and you're a lot younger than me, so I don't feel <laughs> as good. So he, know, he knows Mrs. Robinson. We're talking about earlier about uh, things in a comedy club, right, with Ariel Elias and things that can go wrong. I got two things about flights here for you guys. I want to hear what you guys think is worse. So in this, there's a, there was a video of a woman swearing at the flight crew, throwing a bottle of water uh, on a plane that went viral. Now, the whole reason why she was doing this is because she had a dog with her on this plane, and she didn't want to take the dog off her lap after the flight attendants politely asked her to do so. They went back and forth for a little bit. Then the woman ends up getting crazy and throws stuff, eventually gets kicked off the plane. Did the dog get the thing? Doesn't say. I'm <laughs> assuming the dog went with yeah, her. Oh, the yeah. dog had to have gone with her. But, like, I, I don't know what's worse, either that or, or the whole beer. And, like, at least in the comedy club, you're kind of trained to know how to handle that. But as a flight attendant, with all that going on... Oh, they're like, trained to know how to handle Yeah, you're not, you're, as yeah, a comic, no. you're definitely not trained to be yeah, a comics are not stage. there. No. <laughs> We're not. They, they don't put that in the comedy. No. Now the comedy classes will come with self-defense. Yeah. Trained right. is, I guess, the wrong I word. Unless you're taking MMA lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Here's the thing. I don't... And again, no matter what opinion you give on any type of topic, there's always going to be somebody that you're going to piss off, right? I am all for people with their emotional support animals, but I am not qualified to, to decide what justifies that or not. You know, I actually know a person who's a friend of mine that just to get to have a dog in her apartment basically paid to make an emotional support animal. She paid like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. She got the letter, the whole nine. And then you got to clear it with the place. You got to clear with the airline. Uh, Here's what we're doing. But in this day and age, it's so easy to do that. So I don't know. Was the flight attendant in the wrong? Did this woman have the paperwork? There's so much more to the story that we would need to know. Oh, yeah. If the the policy is, if 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 the passenger cleared it with the airline, Mm. then she's right. If she didn't, then they're wrong. I have to assume she didn't because she was kicked off the flight. So I'm assuming that she didn't have all the uh, proper stuff for it. But also, too, if I'm sitting there and I'm flying with, you know, if I'm on that flight and I I don't care what the context is, if I see a fellow passenger attacking a flight attendant by cursing and throwing stuff, I mean, I don't care if she's justified or not. Get her off the plane. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So what's worse, there with your flight not taking off at all or being on a 29-hour flight with a crying baby? 29-hour flight because with a crying baby. somebody who was on a 29-hour flight says they would pay extra to be on a flight without any kids on it if you could do that, and they're trying to I say I bet that. you they, should, they could do that. Yeah, I mean, they charge for everything Kid-free else. flights? They charge, they charge extra for everything else. Why not? Yeah. Because parents would go for that. Kid-free <laughs> flights. Because <laughs> I don't know what's worse. If you're sitting on a plane and you've got a kid crying, or what if you've got a kid behind you that's kicking the back of your seat? What's worse? 
Mm. Well, well, I mean, look, the crying you could probably tune out. You put on headphones, whatever. If you have somebody that's just digging, I don't even really mind the kid kicking the seat because kids will be kids. I don't like when you just got that adult that's digging their knees into the back oh. of your seat the entire mm-hmm. time. That's both the are worst. bad. That's the worst. Both are brutal. A kid you can give a pass to, an adult you can't. No. Uh, with baseball playoffs are here. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app as you covered for baseball postseason. Bet Parks is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with me now. Is the only casino and sportsbook. App, I recommend bet college football, pro football, bet the birds every week, bet Penn State, Notre Dame, Georgia, all your favorite college teams, live in game betting. You can bet on the action as it happens. Download the Bet Parks app right now. New users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. BetParks.com is all the details. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Bet on more than the score, bet on player performances like who scores touchdowns. Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app where odds, slots, bet. Bets and games all come together right in your pocket. Join me with Bet Parks right now. Must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1 My turn. 800 Gambler. New Jersey 1. Join New Jersey 101.5 and All American Subaru at our annual Halloween Petapalooza. Bring your family to All American Subaru in Old Bridge Saturday, October 22nd, 11 a.m. I'll be there. You can adopt a furry best friend or enter our cutest pet contest and win frighteningly possum prizes. Visit nj1015.com for details. Shop at allamericansubaru.com. Saturday, October 22nd, starting at 11 a.m., the Halloween Petapalooza with All American Subaru and New Jersey. 101.5. Ryan Marr is in the house. We're waiting for Rob Panasuk to come and tell us about the Conover killings. Ryan's going to be a Catch Rising star this weekend. Yes, sir. Bring in the funny. Well, you know, now you put the pressure on me. Exactly. Yeah. See, now, now you got you better you got to deliver. Yeah. Well, Otherwise, I they're going to be I always, going there. I always try it's to do... not BYOB, so you'll be okay. No, no, no. They have a liquor license. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're a real comedy club. They uh, won't be. <laughs> you know, we, I have a great time every time I'm there. I, there's just something. There's a great dynamic about that club. You know, and that's the other reason. It's catch a rising freaking star. Well, it's that too. But I mean, again, physical location. You know, all the people who stood on that stage. Yeah. Well, not that. Stage, I don't. Right? I don't. I don't care about that specifically. You know what I. Just enjoy. I mean, the venue really makes for a good show, um, and that's the type of spot where you know I like the idea of the hotel comedy club. You don't see as many of them anymore. I mean, you used to have the sarcasm room in Cherry Hill that was a great you know room. What the problem with a hotel comedy club is you're all you're at their mercy. Absolutely. Well, no, there's that. I mean, I went through in five years seven different hotel general managers. Yep. I had guys sending fruit baskets to the comics, yep. and I had guys asking me to charge, trying to charge me for, you know, rent on a door deal. Yeah. But um, the thing with the hotel is that when you're in the hotel, the, the town doesn't go to the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's just in the town. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no business from the town. So you're not going to get, you have to really advertise to get them in. Yes. And uh, the other thing, too, is with the hotel is that, you know, the people who are in the hotel aren't, you know, they're, they're, they're only there for when they're there. Mm. It's not like they're coming every week. Well, that's so why you have hard. to have a guy like me who drives Uber that'll go to Princeton the week before, right. drive the college students around, make them laugh, and then when they go, oh, well, what else do you do? <laughs> well, so it's funny you should best. ask because I will be headlining Catch Your Eyes star this Friday and Saturday and then they realize the price of drinks and they go oh we can't afford that so <laughs> but no I mean look you got you got to be out on the on, on the street promoting you got to use social media I mean you have to as a comic comics don't know that you know the biggest thing you know, comics, they shame think, on them if they don't exactly buy they yeah. don't because a, a lot of them not all of them yeah. but you know a lot of them don't a lot of them just you know well they show up and what are you doing you know yeah what are you doing for me 
Or they expect instant results. They go, okay, well, I did promote it to this many people and they didn't come. Well, it doesn't always work that way. I mean, like I told you with Jenks, I mean, you were there this summer. You know, you have people around the Jersey Shore, you tell them about it. They might not come to every single one, but if I'm doing five of them, they might come to two. If they come to one, that's more ticket sales than I would have had. So you just got to keep putting it out there and you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. But if they want to come see you, they'll come see you and judge for themselves. Joe Manarese tells the joke about how he was so lazy that he didn't even want to get up off his couch to throw the flyers the club had given him in the garbage. (laughs) And I know, Joe, that doesn't sound too far off. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's honest about it. I'm just too lazy to get off the couch and throw him away. Absolutely. But, uh, no, but you did a great job with Shanks. I mean, it was really, it was a lot of fun. It was a nice, it was a nice place. The comics you had were really good and you could, you know, you could see the room growing. Yeah, I mean, well, because you know this too. I mean, you've run clubs and stuff like that. I never wanted the responsibility of producing shows but there are a lot of situations where especially when i started to headline clubs where they would put opening acts that were very good comics but like complete opposite of what i would bring to the table and i would say to myself well i don't know if it's sometimes you'll look at a lineup and you'll go they're great comics but they don't gel together i feel like i have a talent for being able to go okay this for that show is going to work this for that show won't and you just got to put some effort into it and a lot of owners and bookers don't do that unfortunately yeah they get what they can get when they can get, and that's what i love about catch i've been there long enough where i could say to Susie the booker i could say hey listen uh can i have this person open for me and she'll go yeah okay because she knows that i know how to do that and Mm -hmm. so you know, you, you want to have so a show. So you handpicked Anthony DiDomenico. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's my best friend in comedy, and uh, he's a headliner in his own right. You know, we worked together a bunch at the Long Island clubs years ago. Uh, that's where he's from, and it's just it's a nice dynamic when we work together. I like the idea of the audience going to a show, seeing a great host, because the host is the most underrated, unappreciated position you on the show. take the bullet. Yeah, I and, love the I love hosting. Yeah, you go up first. You know, you take the bullet, you set the tone. Absolutely, and you make it easier on everybody else because yeah. they already, depending on who the host is, yeah. you've got to build them up so that when they come in, you know, the next guy, he's got a room to work with, and he doesn't have stuff from scratch. Some comedy clubs between the the bad MC, a lot of places put the worst guy up first. Yep. So now people are waiting. 15, if not 45 minutes before they're mm-hmm. laughing. Because when the feature gets up and the room isn't ready yet, now he's dead. And then let's he's not done. forget about what some clubs do, too, with the dreaded guest spot. Oh, we promised these oh three people God. five minutes each. No, you didn't. Not on my show, you didn't. And they think the Rat Pack is hanging out in the back of the room, hovering, trying to get guest spots. Yeah. yeah. And then by the time the headliner gets on stage. Oh, the people are exhausted. We're explaining the world of comedy now. Yeah. To the, to the Gentile. I blame Steve. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, 1-800-283-101.5. We'll tell Tell you about the Conover killings and uh, Jersey's opening lines. We got Lewis Black tickets going out, 70s and 80s of the categories. Uh, stick around. Working tonight? Fuck you, Trevia. The show that asks, what else do we know about New Jersey? Comes Jersey's opening lines. The first thing you hear on weekends when the music comes out to play. Yes, it is. Uh, thank you very much, Dennis Pardell. Jersey's opening lines. We give you the opening line of the song we play every weekend when New Jersey 101.5. When the music comes out to play, starting with Big Joe's Jersey House Party, which starts Friday night at 7 o'clock. Now, handling the 80s music is uh, Ryan Marr, because he got here first. (laughs) 
I was going to give him the 70s, uh, Rob, but uh, he said, nah, 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 nah. I mean, I was born in 83, so I already have enough of a handicap with that, so I'll go with the 80s music. Okay, and uh, Rob Panasek is here, and uh, he's got the Conover Killings in Wall, and Jenner Asillo did a story about that. This is uh, an immersive haunted trail in Wall, which is sure to scare the bejesus out of you. Now, you wrote this, but explain what the Conover Killings is. This is brilliant. So this actually started during COVID right. um, in my woods. You the know, COVID Conover Killings. The COVID Conover Killings. So originally it was called the Mill Massacre. Right. Uh, I live on Remsen Mill Road. Right. Now everybody knows where I live. That was genius. Yeah, that wasn't so, smart. That was not so, smart. Uh, I follow the zombies. <laughs> so I live on Remsen Mill Road. And I was actually making a dirt bike path well, for bikes and everything. And I stopped and I said, what if I had a haunted trail in these woods? You know, nothing's going on nowadays because of COVID. So I stopped. I went inside, I started writing a story. I, right. All out of nowhere, I created a fictional serial killer. I know you think I got issues, because I do. So, <laughs> You're so in a room with two comics. I start writing. I we start, know yeah, from issues. So all three of us. So I start writing a story, and right. I make it as vivid as possible, and I decide, hey, I'm going to just open a haunted trail this fall in my backyard. And That's awesome, man. It, it worked yeah. out pretty well. Now, so so tell me about the but this is revolved so this is around the murder so mystery. So there's a premise here. Yeah. So this not is just look at the skeletons. Less, this is more or less a sequel now. So he uh, he's a serial killer. He's a mm -hmm. psycho, just like everyone else in this world. And he keeps moving on, mm -hmm. and uh, he finds himself at this farm. This right. is all fictional, by the way. So just in case Wall hears this and they're like, "Do you have a killer on <laughs> So this is uh, especially those Wall police. They don't. Yeah, they don't mm -hmm. worry about this, right? Yeah. He'll so, be doing two shows at <laughs> Jenkinson's. So uh, he finds himself on this farm, uh -huh. and uh, he's kind of trying to seek refuge, and then all of a sudden people show up to kind of sneak onto this property, and he doesn't like that, so he takes care of them his way. So more or less the immersive part of this is you're put into the story so the customers are kind of those trespassers. Ah, and you're listening to this. It's kind of like a Tony and Tina's wedding. Yeah, well, wow, bizarre. Wow, how old are you, Tony and Tina? <laughs> I'm going to just laugh and pretend I understand. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know what that is. That. Let me ask you this, though. They don't do Tony and Tina's wedding because anymore? Because it's a sequel, yes. right. if I didn't go last year, am I able to go this year and get it. the it's same like experience? I paid you to ask that question. So if you go you on did. our website... <laughs> I'm going to be like... me. That's why you got the 80s. <laughs> so if you go on our website, I suggest doing this if you are going to come. Uh -huh. Do this on your way. Uh, we have the first story, which is under the about, and I put it on the link so you can actually listen to the whole thing. So okay. that's what you listened to during the first trail, and now you'd be listening to the sequel, which that is uh, so I dope. can't give away too that much. Is, what a great idea. Thank you. I, I oh think it differentiates God. from most haunted attractions out there. It does. And, uh, no one's up your butt. So if you two were to come, hmm. I would say, okay, what time? You'd say 8.15. I'd say, okay, 8.15. Steve and Ryan, you guys are going in. No one's going to be behind. You won't see another customer at all. How many employees do you have working? They never come uh, out either. Yeah, right? exactly. That's part of it. That's so a real one. They're, uh, they're all great. I have, uh, I call it my roster. Okay. I have yeah. about 50 50 or so people that I try to contact and I bother, which wow. if you guys are listening, i sorry, I text you all the I'd time. love to see the casting process. I, yeah, really. It just goes The casting yeah. coffin. Just yeah. if, you can, if you can hide in the woods and have some energy and have some creativity, you're good for it. Ryan, I need more people. You so, yeah. Well, so in other words, you have whack jobs. Exactly. I was actually telling Steve before you came in that I, I met a guy who... Uh, I was I was driving rideshare, you yeah. know, one night, and he got in with a baseball bat, and That's he was safe. like, "Oh, he goes, yeah," and he's like, "Oh, I do haunts full time. That's my job." I was 
like, all right, buddy, I'm just going to take you home. So I can only imagine some of the characters that you yeah, get. Yeah, no, they're great. Uh, some of them show up and stay in character the whole time. I'll say hi, and I get ignored. I'm like, okay, good talk. Do you want a donut? I got, really? I got donuts. Yeah. That won't even break their character. This is why he's all comfortable right. with giving his address out. You see that? It's not scary than what he's dealing with. Yeah, he's got my, donuts. You see how creepy my house looked? You're going to turn around and be like, yeah, that guy's got issues. All right, got to get to the game. 1-800-283-101.5. Jersey's opening lines. Now, Ryan's got the 80s, and Rob's got the 70s. And uh, you're playing for tickets to see Lewis Black live at the State Theater on November 17th. Grammy Award-winning stand-up comedian, actor, author, Lewis Black, back in black from The Daily Show. For tickets and event times and information, you go to stnj.org. Now, gentlemen, starting off Jersey's opening lines, as he does every week, is our own music director, Raymond from Rockaway. Buonasera. I missed this guy. Buonasera, Steve, and good evening to your lovely guests. There. How you doing? And uh, uh, Ben, Ben. Ah. Uh, I had a great day today. You did? I tell you. What'd you yeah. do? I had about 30 students from high school right. lecturing them how to make life, in, 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 how do they call it, uh, how to, it's how you make your life nice and good and healthy and everything. And I tell you, they applauded me like crazy. If anybody would know how to do that, Raymond, it is you. I, and I'd say that from personal experience. But, Raymond, you got to sing. What's your song? Uh, my song is an Italian song. Okay. Amado mio, love me forever. And let forever begin tonight. Amado mio, when we're together, I'm in a dream world of sweet delight. Many times I whispered, Amado mio, it was just a phrase, and I had it placed. I was acting a part, but now when I whisper, Amado mio, can't you tell I care by the feeling there, because it comes from my heart. I want you ever. I love my darling. Wanted to hold you and hold you tight. Amado mio, love me forever and let forever begin tonight. Yeah, Amado mio, that was beautiful, Raymond. All right. All right. Raymond, what's your category, my friend? My category, if I win, I would like to donate it to the great police department that you have over there. Okay. We got the cops waiting outside. Do <laughs> you want 70s or 80s? Uh, 60s? No, yeah. no, no. That's okay. Right. 70s. All right. 70s. Robo, give him a lyric. Give the man a hunt. Anyone I choose. Anyone you choose. Oh, Just man. the lyric. Let's try to make this easy. You got to talk into the microphone. Let's try it's to a make, little let's thing about radio, easier, right? kind of. Hey, he's a haunted house guy. Leave him alone. Really? <laughs> okay. Talk to the scarecrow. Anthony works in a grocery store. That's a simple one. Anthony. Raymond. Anthony. Works in a grocery store. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Uh, you must not care about these. He's the son of the. <laughs> right. He's the son. Uh, unfortunately, no. All right. Wendy, Tracy, Andrew, Tim, and I got room for you. 1-800-283-101.5. Jersey's opening lines. Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. 1.5. You know, this is the last week. You can win up to $30,000 on New Jersey 101.5. All you got to do is listen at 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for the Jersey cash code. Every hour, there's a new code to win up to $30,000. Details and rules are on nj1015.com. Don't miss out. It's the last week of the Jersey cash codes contest. Play today. Win up to $30,000 on New Jersey 101.5. That's Springsteen tickets and a full tank of gas. Right? All right. Jersey's opening lines. Uh, we got Rob Panisuk from uh, the uh, Conover Killings in Wall, a haunted trail you must see to believe. And what's the website for that? Uh, www.theconoverkillings.com. All right. Very clever. Very Thank good. You. Easy to remember. I put a lot of effort into that one. Ryan Marr. RyanMarr.com. Well, yeah. I'm on Instagram, Ryan Marr Comedy. I try to drive everybody to that. And oh, okay. uh, catch a rising star this weekend. Come see me tomorrow and Saturday. See, all you guys do is say his name. He's ready. He's got the plug. He's got the commercial. He's, this is a comic. This is a pro. <laughs> he does this. This is life. We're scary uh, over here. We yeah. don't have all the <laughs> You got to put it on the back of all the monsters. Yeah, yeah. We, we got to stay quiet so we can scare the crap out of you. All right. Jersey's opening lines. Lewis Black tickets you're playing for. And Wendy is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Wendy. Hello. How are you? Good. How you doing? All right. Okay. Can't, can't complain. Well, it's early. Give it time, Wendy. <laughs> what's, your, what's your category, Wendy? 70s. All right. All right, Wendy. Hot steaming cup of 70s. I apologize in advance for making this extremely difficult. <clears throat> are you ready? Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're as cold as ice. Well, don't give her a title. Come on. Come that, on. You no, can do that's better than what that. it says. Oh, but that's not, don't give another. Do a different one? You yeah, did do make it, it easy. No, don't, make it. Don't, make, Wendy, don't make Wendy, it. Don't make it. Don't make it. I don't want to insult Wendy. Right? I, I respect Wendy what too much. Doing? She didn't even answer it. All right. All right. Come on, guys. you got to uh, make my day. All right. Give, See, it a, give it a Give it a clue. Give it a clue. We'll give her a different one. We'll give her a different one. No, give her that one. Give her that one. Okay, give her that one. Good. You're as cold as ice. It's Foreigner. What's the name of the song? You're as cold as ice. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It's amazing, you know, the way she catches on. You got to get up pretty early in the morning. I just like that the haunted house guy went with you're as cold as ice. I'm noticing a recurring. <laughs> Tracy is in Menlo Park on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tracy. Hi. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? All right. Did you have a good day today? Yes, I did. What's the best thing that happened to you today? Um, I got to come home early from work. Really? All right. Look at that. How come you got to come home early from work? I finished all my work. What do you do? I type. You type? I type. And you finished all your work and they let you go home? That's great. Maybe she works at home. Fast. You don't know that. Do you work at home, Tracy? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. That would really make it good. All right. What is your category? Seventy. Are you a Lewis Black fan, Tracy? Yes, I am. All right. I hope you win. See that, guys? I hope she wins. What's your category, Tracy? 70s or 80s? 80s all the way. 80s, Ryan Marr. All right, so here we go. Comedy.com. <laughs> Instagram, Ryan Instagram, Marr. Instagram, I'll handle Marr the plugs, Comedy. Steve. Oh, okay, okay. I'll handle the plugs. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. I found a picture of you. Oh, 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 oh. I found a picture of you. 
if I, if, um, I, if, I, if I sang it, it would sound more like, oh, but I'm not a singer. He's not a singer. I disagree. You. Oh, 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 I know that song. As it happens, it is in my life. Right, right, right. Come on. You know this? You know this? You know it. Um, Pretenders. What's the name of his song? See, my beautiful, sultry singing voice is what really put it over the edge for her. That Over the top. Very sultry. Over the very sultry. That's yes. what we're going with, sultry. People are now driving around <laughs> with the windows themed. Let's go to, uh, let's see, Tim is in Hillsborough on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tim. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Well, it's early yet. All right, my friend. What kind of a day did you have? It was a good day. They're all good. Whenever you can get up out of bed and hit the road, you're good. Yeah, I know. Anything particularly good, uh, great happen to you today? Um, I had a lovely dinner with my wife tonight. Nice. And what did you eat? We had uh, raviolis. Ravioli. All right. Yeah. Well, nothing goes better after dinner than tickets to see Louis Black. You a Louis Black fan? Yeah, actually, uh, I saw him uh, uh, when I was overseas in uh, in uh, Iraq. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Thanks for your service. Yeah, thank you for your service. How about that? That's awesome. Yeah. All right. He wasn't really in the troops. He just took a vacation. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so what's... What, bad words in front of the admiral. <laughs> you said, oh, he said bad words in front of the admiral? Yeah. <laughs> Did they throw him in the hooskow? No. All right. What's, what's your category, 70s or 80s? 70s. All right, 70s. All right, I'm not going to be singing this like Ryan. No, no, no. <laughs> nobody it sings it like. It couldn't be worse. Yeah, nobody process. sings like Ryan. You don't have to sing. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. There you go. <laughs> I will survive. You will. Nice. Man went to Iraq. He will survive. That's good. It's fitting. Great job. All right, let's go to uh, Tom. Is in Phillipsburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve-O. How you doing? Real good. Yourself? I can't complain. <laughs> it's early. I know. You see that? Now, now they're even finishing the line. You know, I'm going to mark it there. <laughs> All right. What kind of a day did you have today? Uh, it's just okay. Okay. What's the best thing to happen? You had to be good. Well, I'll put it this way. If this call goes well, it'll be the high point of my day. You had a miserable day today. Exactly. You had a miserable day today. Yeah, don't put no that pressure choice. on us. Yeah, yeah right really. now we have no choice but to do a good song. Do you like uh, Lewis Black? Yes, sir. All right. See that? Okay. I haven't seen him in a while, though. Is he been touring or what? He, you know? he misses you. That's why he's coming back, you know. Um, he's oh, been, you that know, works. He's been, he's been uh, with the pandemic and all that. Now he's back. Back in black. Oh, yeah, that's true. Anyway, you know, do you want 70s or 80s? Let's try 70s. I knew that one that you gave Wendy. Okay. I forget which one that was. But <laughs> well, don't give her that one. Don't give him any no, no, no. In fairness, it's a song that everybody knows. Exactly. <laughs> you can give him This guy one. had a horrible day. I feel like we got to go kind of easy. Uh, they're all easy. Yeah, but that's think fair, of how much fair. more rewarding it'll be if he gets a difficult one. You're right, you're right. One. I'll go a difficult one. No, no, no. Give me an easy one. Give me it. This, this is Tim. I'll go medium for He sure. follows the guy who'd been to Iraq. How could you not give him an easy one? Yeah, you're right, you're right. See that? Ready, Tim? Uh, it's Tom, but yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, ready, I told Tim? you it was Tom. <laughs> go ahead. Here we go, Tom. <laughs> well, I'm hot-blooded. Check it and see. 
Uh, is that hot-blooded? Oh, my yeah, God. This man is a genius, I tell you. A genius. Got some smart people here now. I'm telling you, man. You got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool these guys. Good All morning, right. Tim. 1-800-283-101.5. We got Mike. We got Andrew. Okay, listen. We got two open slots, and we are giving out the easiest clues ever. Speak so, for yourself. Well, mostly the easiest <laughs> clues ever. So all you got to do is get this right, and you will get tickets to see Louis Black live at the State Theater on November 17th. He's a Grammy Award-winning stand-up comedian, actor, author. Laugh your socks off as Louis Black performs his show full of comedic yelling and finger-pointing to expose the absurdities of life. For ticket pricing, events times, and information, all you have to do is go to stnj.org. Once again, stnj.org. It is 1030. Now the latest New Jersey news. Trevor Lee's. Okay, we got Ryan Marr, comedian, going to be Catch a Rising Star this weekend with the 80s. We got Rob Banasuk of uh, the Conover Killings. Uh, he's got the 70s, and they're both giving out really easy clues. Because we want you to go see Lewis Black live at the State Theater, November 17th, 8 o'clock. You take us go to stnj.com. But if you call this number, you will not have to worry about stnj.com because you're going to win these tickets. Because we give the easiest clues ever. Ever. Mike is in Evanel on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Steve Trev. There he is. My favorite paisan. There he is. Radio personality besides Erasmo. Well, Erasmo. You know what? I talked to Erasmo. Oh well, uh, we, we may go see the rascals, Erasmo and I. We got to do the Thanksgiving macaroni on the table uh, bit when coming up soon. Is Carton, is Carton still buying the traductions? Uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. I have not seen him in a long time. I see him on the Fox show in the morning, though. I like Craig. He's a good dude. Uh, me too. Actually, I do. I'm a fan. What's your category? Uh, I'm going to go 70, Steve. All right, 70s. Rob Benesuk. easy one, too. The Conover Killings guy. Here we go. I solve my problems and I see the light. He solves his problems and he sees the light. Wow. Yeah, a lot of these people are regretting picking the 70s right after they do it. I've noticed you that. You see that? I've I noticed know, that. Right? Everyone's going 70s and then instant regret. What is the word, Mike? Grease is the word. Grease is the word. How about that? Pause to Google it. You see that? He solved the problems. He saw the light. And the light was in his computer. He typed it in. No, I don't know. He was very calm, cool, collected. I don't think that was the You could tell when somebody's doing it because they start. Huh? I said that delay was definitely not to Google. No, you could tell. He was just singing the entire song. He got caught up. He had the microphone. Let's go to uh, John is in Piscataway on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, John? How you doing, Steve? I'm good. How about you? Well, the Giants are 4-1. There we you better go. better be doing good. Absolutely. And they came back from London beating the Packers. And they got the Ravens. Quote the Ravens. Three games in 13 days. Impressive. And one over yeah, across about the pond. That. that is amazing. And they won them. And two of them. Oh, no, they, they lost the Cowboys. Yeah, they won two out of three. <laughs> and right. We're just getting warmed up. Uh-huh. I, what do you think about Sunday? Do you going to beat the Ravens? I certainly hope so. I think they can. I think Martindale knows them better than he knows the Giants. That defensive coordinator, he was there 10 years, so he knows Lamar Jackson inside and out. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he knows how to stop them. Now, here's, here's, the, here's the, the train of thought that I thought would go around this week. Uh, so you don't sign Daniel Jones, and Lamar Jackson's about to become a free agent. Would you sign Lamar Jackson? No. I like I, Daniel Jones. I, I stay, I like with, I stay with Daniel. Yeah, this, I like this Daniel. Whole culture, I, I want to stick with what's working right now and see where it goes. I think yeah, that yeah. they like him. I think the Maras want Daniel Jones to succeed because they drafted him sixth. I don't think they want to give up on him. Talk to me after Sunday. Yes. Run <laughs> the ball, too. Yeah, he's, he's a multidimensional. I what? Let's, what's your category? Hell, I want to see Lewis Black. Oh, all right, come on. He wants to see Lewis Black, boys. What's your category? Seventies. Huh? All right. Okay. No pressure here. You really want to see Lewis Black? Huh? The haunted house guy is getting really stressed out. Haunted out by house. This, I, feel like. I, I only have forty pages. To Con- Conover's going to come back and kill this guy if he gets. You sure role. you don't want tickets to come see the haunted attraction? Uh, it's not as funny as Lewis Black. Well, Lewis Black is actually telling jokes in a coffin. <laughs> okay, ready? Times keep hey. time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. In the future. <laughs> All right. A lot of them know the lyrics without. The What's title. it called? Fly like an eagle. Fly like an eagle. Amazing. Um, it's a Christmas miracle. Amazing. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. We have got uh, Russell is in Bridgewater on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Russell. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. You got right on. What happened? I, you know what? When you call, we stop everything. We, we move fast here in New Jersey 101.5. Other people, we make them wait. You go right to the front of the line. And we didn't even, like, take a tip or anything like that. Producers want to have a tip jar in there, you know. You want to get on the fast. parkway, stuck in tons of traffic. Oh, Ross. What's your, what's your category, 70s or 80s? Um, let's go 80s. All right. Where's oh, the trivia on? I'm probably not even going to get it right. What is it? Oh, well, what's the pri- right. You want to know the prize? No, no, no. I, I, I know C. Lewis Black, but what is, what is it? Is it, what's the trivia? Oh, no, no, it's the opening. We give you the opening line of a song that we play on the weekends on New Jersey 101.5. You get it right, you get the tickets. I don't think I'm going to get it right, but let's go. Well, how do you know you're not going to get it right? Give me a yeah. attitude. I'm bad, with, I'm bad with music. Movies, TV, good. Music, yeah. Well, you know, hold on. All right, well, I'll give you one of my All personal right. favorite artists, somebody who I've All actually right. talked about with Steve on this show the last time I was here back in June. So here is the line. I feel a hunger. It's a hunger. He feels a hunger. It's a hunger. And I'm also intermittent fasting, so it's not just a song lyric. I'm starving. I feel a hunger. It's a hunger. It's a hunger. Uh, I guess I'm going to guess. That's probably wrong. I'm going to guess Duran Duran. Oh, my God. Now, don't give it away because we'll use no. it for somebody else. No, it's a hunger. How could you give it away? Uh, let's go to uh, Janet is in Long Branch on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Janet. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? All right. Are you having a good day? I guess so. I'm curious about this Conover Killings, though. I'm intrigued. Oh, 
Well, let's tell you about the Conover killings. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have an expert here on the Conover killings. that can tell you I, all I about the Conover killings. I would love for Ryan to take over on this tell, one. Tell me the Conover killings. I, I, well, no, it, it's, it's your thing. But I, from what I understand, it's a haunted house, uh, haunted Tra- attraction. Trail, trail, trail. We're fully outdoors. Immersive, though. Very immersive. So so what? what's her name again? Janet. Her name Janet. is Janet. I'll help you with that. As in, damn it, Janet from the Rocky Horror Picture Thanks for show. calling in, Tim. So, <laughs> ja- Janet, it is a fully outdoor, immersive haunted trail. You get a story while you walk. There's a lot of twists that go along with it. Um, it's incredibly dark, but still just, you know, enough light to get you where you need to be if you make it out. There you go. <laughs> and it's about 23 to 26 minutes long, so you're definitely going to get your time's worth in there. Oh, cool. Is it scary? Tell you what. No, you, it's not scary. It's just if you the get title this, is to scare the bejesus out of you for nothing. If you get this right, would you rather have the Conover Killings tickets or the Lewis Black tickets? Oh, this will say a lot. Oh, man. I feel like I feel like the Conover Killings tickets. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. That Come means on. they have no I idea know, who Lewis Black is. I know the guy who runs the Conover Killings. Good. Give him, give him nice. Give him nice. Uh, well, come, she, she has uh, to pick a category. A nice come hither oh, yeah, clue. You got to pick a. All right, what yeah. you get? Seventies or eighties? Uh, seventies. All right, Rob. A nice come hither clue. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, there you go. Oh, Janet. Um. Oh, Janet, Janet. don't embarrass the world Janet, right now. Nine o'clock on a Saturday, Janet. Uh. Piano Man? Yeah! Look at this! That's another delay for a Google, but we'll take it. All right, hold on. Bill Spadia. Point five. We're hitting the streets. I'm going to be at Pet Center at the shops at Old Bridge uh, at 1 p.m. this Saturday. The Halloween Cutest Pet Contest. Bring the family and your pet for a chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes. Look for the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van. And we will see you on Saturday. Okay, right now, Jersey's opening lines. We give you the opening line of a song we play at New Jersey 101.5 on the weekends. You get it right. Lewis Black tickets while they last. Catch your rising star tickets with Ryan Mars going to be there this weekend. Yes, sir. The Conoverkillings.com with uh, Rob Panasuk, the man who wrote. The creator, the author himself. Which I'll definitely here. be checking out when I have a free I, weekend. I also do Absolutely. have to say this real quick. Although yes. my writing is very average and decent, it would be nothing without Isadora. She is my, uh, she's the one who narrates it. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you listen to it on the website and if you listen to it when you come... You, I've get I've gotten so many compliments on the story itself, and Izzy absolutely crushed it. Hottest thing since Elvira. Yeah, absolutely. it's it's unbelievable. You'll get chills. Okay, uh, I got the air conditioner on. Let's go to uh, <laughs> Megan is in Edison on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Megan. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. I could feel it, Megan. I could feel it in my bones. It's either you're going to win or osteoporosis. What is your uh, what is your category? Um, I think I'm going to go to 80s. Since 80s? Ninety thousand. Well, you know, uh, you know, we're too young for that. Ryan Marr is here Speak with the 80s. Speak for yourself again, Steve. You uh, keep yeah. saying that tonight. All right, but uh, all right, here we go, Megan. I'm going to give you the same one that I gave the last caller who picked the 80s because I want to keep this artist's name alive. One of my favorites. I feel a hunger. It's a hunger. Oh no! You know this song? Yeah, you do. The hunger, it's a hunger. The kind that keeps a man awake at night. I'm gonna give you more lines. <laughs> See that? Take me home tonight. Oh, there you go. 
She sings just like Ronnie sang. All right, let's go to uh, Jim is in Ewing. We call him Ewing Jim on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jim. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? Not bad so far. All right, you feeling it tonight, Jim? Yeah, let's go with some 70s. 70s. All right, Jim. We got every morning for the long clock's warning. We get every morning we for the get up every morning, morning with the alarm clock's alarm morning. morning. Oh, that's uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yes. Taking care of business. Wow. Taking care of business. That was that was an impressive answer. I See mean, that? yeah, to, to come up with that, that was I, I'm impressed with that. I had no idea what that was. Oh, I knew what that was. I didn't know. What I know it was. the song, but I didn't know based on the line. You didn't know either. I have it right here. The host didn't know. Look at that. Let's not take anything away from that call. I, that I thought it was very answer. good. I'm getting the tickets, right? We, all right, we have our, 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 our Scott. He's on 95 on New Jersey 101.5. Scott, so. Scott? Uh-oh. Hello, Scotty. Scott. Scott, you there? Beam me up. Scott, are you there? Wake up. Dave? Yeah, here he is. Scott, how you doing? No, I'm Dave. I'm not Oh, there. Dave. Oh, sorry, Dave. Yeah. The, here, we, can we call? Can we call you Scott? We... Oh, sure, I'll be Scott. Then. All right, Dave, but you can call him Scott. What's your category? My category is seventy, but I got something quick for you about what you were saying before about the Catch a Rising Star. What's that? Because I saw you there, you opened up for Bobby Collins, and I had a fantastic time. And you're awesome. And I sat and had a beer with you. Oh well. Wow. Oh, actually, I think it was before the show. Before you actually got up. Oh, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Well, Dave, you can come buy me a beer this weekend. Two years ago, you're not going to remember me, but I'm just saying. But mm. yeah, that was two years ago, and that is an awesome venue. It really is. It really yeah. is. But uh, I live in the Prince area. You know, I go there for a night. I rent. I one night, you know, hundred and whatever bucks it is for the hotel room. Mm -hmm. oh. You really like the show. I I, I, got, I got to get out well, of here. Well, if you come this like weekend, you can have my other bed. Dave, what is, what is right, your category? I'll take 70s. 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 You're the best, buddy. Thank you, pal. Thanks for nothing, Dave. All right. Yeah. Just take those old records off the shelf. Say again? Just take those old records off the shelf. Just take those old records off the shelf. There you go, Scott. Yeah, I don't listen to You can name the song. All right, what's the song, Scott? <laughs> It's uh, old-time rock and roll. It is old-time rock and roll. We'll talk soon, pal. Thank you. All right. Last but not least. Turned it into is karaoke all of a sudden. Andrew. What's happening, Andrew? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? All right, but we got to get out of here. What's your category? Real fast. I got I got two micro-impressions from Dana Carvey. Can we save those for next week? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You're going to like them. Christopher uh, Walken. The magic trick. Uh huh. Wow. Wow. All right. That is great. All right, guys. Great job. Let's do this again next week. Catch your rising star. You're going to be uh, this weekend, yeah, Ryan tomorrow, Ma. Tomorrow night at uh, 8 o'clock, Saturday, 7 30. Hit me up on Instagram, Ryan Mar Comedy. Let's have some fun. And he and Anthony did Domenico. And uh, Rob. Yeah, once you're done laughing, come get the crap scared out of you at the Conover Killings. We're open 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can follow us on Instagram at the Conover Killings. 
And a portion of the proceeds go? Yeah, a portion of our proceeds do go to the Autism Movement Project. Awesome. It's a nonprofit mm-hmm. in Manasquan. They work with adults and kids with down, uh, with uh, autism, and they are phenomenal. That's great. All right. Till next time, my friends, best of luck. Thanks, Steve. Someday we'll look back Join New Jersey one. This has been the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.